0: This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors.
1: 93.3 WMMR Audio on Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: So we're waiting for a uh, call from uh, Matthew Modine. We're going to be talking to him about uh, Full Metal Jacket. And normally I would just wait until we get the guests on the line. But there's so much you could talk about in that movie that I think we can start talking a little bit about before he even calls in.
2: Yeah, if you remember, the, so Platoon had come out and, you know, they, it was sort of the definitive, you know, you know Vietnam movie. And, and they, leading up to that, there had already been a lot of Vietnam Boys movies. Boys and Company C and other movies. Full Metal Kubrick, who I adore, and you know you got me one of my favorite T-shirts, which is a Stanley Kubrick shirt, mm-hmm. um, you know, turned his his focus on this and it is it's just it's just unlike any other but yeah. it it also i think ends up being one of the most emotional it has one of the most emotional endings it has probably the most visceral tangible deaths in any movie i've ever felt when um cowboy. private cowboy died mm-hmm. um but it is it's you're, you're just along and you're riveted all
0: the way through. So for it to stand out as much as it did outside of those other movies that had come for it come before... yeah, yeah. Yeah, because Platoon was huge. Yeah, it, it was, and really, a great movie. It is a yeah. great movie, but this Full Metal Jacket's another level because... Specifically for the, the boot camp uh, parts it of it, because it... it you're like, where's this going to go? They right. haven't even left the damn island yet, and this is already
2: intense and as hell. In classic Kubrick, you know, way like he did in 2001, as he did with the, uh, you know, you go from from, uh, uh, you know, uh, primitive man, you know, the bone mm-hmm. into the sky, and you take a jump forward to 2001 yeah. in space. In here, you go from the boot camp. Right to vietnam there 's nowhere landing, and we 're getting acclimated, they 're right in the thick of it, and they jump right to it
3: yeah yes. so i 'm looking for like running time right, so i, I, I the running time was one hundred and sixteen minutes, right, so just short of two hours, yeah, how much of that was spent at, at the boot camp like yeah, it's gotta it 's got to be a about good to have yeah, right? yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah I thought it was about half the movie, but i, I don 't know i 've never done the time on i. There, there's a, a little thing that that I never picked up on until I saw a, um, a behind-the-scenes kind of making-of thing about the movie. And so you have Arlie Ermey, who's the drill the instructor. He's Hartman. And then you have uh, Private Pile, is Vincent D'Onofrio. And there's a scene where... Um, uh, D'Onofrio, they're doing you know uh, port arms, they're doing all yeah. the all the the drill stuff, and he puts the the rifle on his on the wrong shoulder, and, right? And Hartman comes over and says, "You don't know the difference between left and right." And he starts smacking him on each side of his face. That's right. the left side of your face. That's the right side of your face. And I never picked up on this, but there's one of the hits when he hits him, where Pyle's hat. Comes up and spins all the way around 360 <laughs> degrees and lands back on his head. He hit him so hard right, yeah. that it actually knocked the hat off of him. It goes up and spins around and lands back on his head. And they were like, That's a keeper. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping that one because they couldn't have done it, could have done that a hundred times and
4: not had that happen. This is a movie that uh, <laughs> I love, but I've only been able to watch once. No, really? Kidding. Yeah, because it, wow. it, Steve, you talked about the palpable moments and like it. It affected me. You know, I I carried it around with me for a long time and had a hard time, so much so that I, I could never really get around to watching it again.
2: A, I must have seen it, Nick, 60 times. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I love it that much. All
0: right, he's on the line. He's oh, he's yeah. ready to go. Uh, so we'll, we'll dive right into it. The um, the movie's available on 4K Ultra HD, Blu-ray combo pack, and digital. Please welcome Mr. Matthew O D. Yeah. To the
5: show. Good morning, Matthew. I heard you. I heard you guys talking about me, so I called in. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.
0: Listen, normally we never, we never start talking about the the subject at hand before we get the guests on the line. But uh, leading into this interview, I was going to lead with where do we even start? You know, yeah. I mean, the movie is so iconic, it's so big, it's a Kubrick piece. You and the cast are amazing in it. I, I don't even know where to start talking to you about it. You know.
5: Let's start with two live crew making uh, sampling the songs. <laughs> <laughs> be so horny. Yeah, yeah that's oh, right. That's, that's how right. Big it was. Yeah,
2: <laughs> it, it was. We, we were talking, Matthew, about the fact that there had been some, some uh, obviously some, some movies dealing with Vietnam prior to it. We had, you know, the, the Deer Hunter. We had uh, the Boys and Company C. We had uh, Platoon. Mm-hmm. But the Kubrick touch with this particular crew of actors. And everything came together. And I remember seeing it and I, I'm thinking, okay, how do you top those movies? And I remember when I first saw it in the theater, I'm like, I walked out and it just lived with me for for so long after. And I, I think a large portion of that had to do with you and your performance and the way you you enter into boot camp and the transformation that takes place down to what I consider one of the most emotional heart-wrenching endings of, of a movie ever and and i mean i have to ask you as you approach the subject matter you know you're entering a kubrick film could you have even seen at that point how iconic and what a masterpiece full metal jacket would be
5: no the only the only window into that is stanley kubrick you yeah. know that that having known what his reputation was um but you, you never do you 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 show up and you do the best you can. You learn your lines and and you hit your mark and and you hope you don't bump into the furniture, you know, the scenery. So, but I mean, it it is a big advantage having someone like Stanley Kubrick and the other Vietnam movies that you mentioned. I think that that's the important part is that we call them Vietnam movies. And what Stanley Kubrick was making was something much bigger. It's a story about, young people i mean in those days just men but now it would be men and women it still it has a universal truth to it that we, we're taught our whole life to respect one another and you know thou shalt not kill and then we have a uh, in in those days a draft or or young young men and women uh, join up and then you have to reprogram them and and, and beat that out of them through the boot camp of uh, initiation and and he teach them as arlie Army says you know to be killers yeah and you know to to pull the trigger before they pull the trigger just just trip,
2: and, just trip what is are what we're we're taught to not do and then and then do it and kubrick had made the you know one of the definitive anti-war movies with, with paths of glory which is another masterpiece and and uh, and here you are and 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 correct me if i'm wrong but when you first received the script it was really not like a a, a standard script that you'd receive it was almost like a, like a like a a a novel that you were getting with suggestions of scenes
5: that's correct yeah it, it of course the book is, the screenplay is based on the book by Gus Hasford called Short Timers and as as you pointed out it didn't it didn't it wasn't formatted like a script it was you know, the person walks in the room and it was kind of, as you say, a suggestion of what might be said. Yeah. And then when Lee Ermey, Erme, who was the drill instructor, uh, he was the technical advisor that was hired to, uh, you know, help turn the recruits into soldiers to teach us how to march and use our rifles and, you know, authenticity and in the, in the combat situations. And uh, there was another actor named Tim Colcheri. Who was the door gunner in Vietnam? Who's shooting women and children from the door of the helicopter? Right. Um, he was the original person that was cast to play the drill instructor role, and uh, and Stanley heard Lee Army auditioning the uh, the the people that were going to be the recruits in, in boot camp, and he, these things that were coming out of his mouth were just crazy. So <laughs> he had his assistant uh, Leon Vitali type up everything that lee was saying and then they made this very difficult decision was to let tim go and hire lee to be the drill instructor and you know the rest is history yeah and, how and, how could uh, you get
2: it any better than the guy himself
5: yeah well yeah tim's yeah. still got a I mean, great
2: in
0: line in with you just don't lead him so much so he did have a stand <laughs> that. but yeah. I, I, asking about yeah. lee in true to form during the filming because that's what fascinates me because i know the film so well um, did he stay separated from the guys playing the recruits? You and the rest of the actors just to solidify, you know, the the difference between drill instructor and recruit.
5: No, there wasn't any of that kind of behavior. Oh, okay. No, no, no. P- sometimes people ask me how I was able to keep a straight face with the things that Lee was saying, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I, I, I I'll tell you this, and I feel safe telling you because he Lee is no longer with us, and he can't come and punch me in the nose. <laughs> but. Uh, but uh, he he had the worst teeth, and he drank a lot of coffee and smoked cigarettes. <laughs> and then he, he you know, he, he wasn't a trained actor, so he had to memorize all, all those lines, even though he knew them and, and wrote a lot of them. Uh, he still had to do, you know, you know for continuity, he had yeah. to do take after take after take, and and uh, so you when he was yelling at you, you had bad teeth, coffee, cigarettes, <laughs> and nervous tension. <laughs> coming at, coming out of his mouth, and then you know people aren't supposed to yell that much. You're not supposed to yell 12 hours a day, right? Uh, and a, a, a drill instructor might do it for half an hour, an hour a day over the course of the day, and Lee was having to do it 12 14 hours a day, wow. and uh, his throat started to bleed, and oh my so God. then they got him a steroid spray. So then at it, it, at a certain point, you had. Coffee, cigarettes, bad teeth, nervous tension, and then blood and a steroid <laughs> spray coming oh at your face. So,
3: <laughs> oh my god! It,
5: it was just—it it was just horror.
3: Matthew, yeah, um, it is, it, horror. is it true that the production schedule for the film was so drawn out that you not only got married, but you also conceived a child? The child was born and then turned one, all during the course of the filming. <laughs>
5: We were married before we got there, but the rest is true. Wow. <laughs> that's wow.
2: unbelievable. Yeah. But that's yeah. Kubrick is yeah. known for that. What I was surprised to learn, Matthew, is knowing the very pedantic way that Kubrick is le- le- The legend of Kubrick is, is, is a very pedantic. He's a very meticulous filmmaker. But I was surprised to learn that he he allowed uh, room for on set discovery. Was, was that the case? Well, it was
5: always the case, yeah. And and Leon Vitale, who had worked with him, as I say, and Barry Lyndon and then The Shining and, and Full Metal Jacket and then uh, subsequently Eyes Wide Shut, uh, you know, he he says, you know, oftentimes people will ask him, what would AI, the artificial intelligence movie that was Kubrick's movie that Spielberg directed, what would it have been like if Stanley directed it? And Leon always says nobody knows because Stanley wouldn't know until he came to the set and saw what the actors were going to do so when you when you came to the set you didn't have a casual walkthrough rehearsal of what you were doing he said no you got to do the scene like you're going to do it because otherwise i don't know where to put the camera because you know there's only really one right place to put the camera to tell the scene and you know he would prevision and and dream about and and build you know sets and things like that but but he really didn't know wh- where he was going to put the camera or what lens he was going to use or when the camera was going to move until he had uh, a proper rehearsal it's amazing so, cuz
2: he, he 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 was he he came from the world of photography he worked in an, in a camera store he was he, oh. he knew cinematography um you know like the back of his hand and understood how how cameras worked but the fact that he would let that he would let the the scene and the actors Help determine his idea of placement is an amazing revelation for me.
5: Yeah, and then sometimes you know he wasn't feeling it, and he because he was a, a really good producer, and you know ha- having gone on as long as we did that you mentioned that we filmed for almost almost under uh, twenty two months. Yeah, not con- consistently. There was there was a car accident, and Lee Army didn't work. Vincent D'Onofrio blew out his knee. Yeah. and missed some work, um, but. He he, 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 you know, on an, another person, that would be an out-of-control, uh, you know, train. and But but we kept the budget within, you know, $10, $10 million wow. uh, making, making the movie over that period of time. If that had been, you know, another director, that could have easily gone up to $100, $150 million.
3: I, um, obviously, the, the, the finished product is a masterpiece, but I just wanted to ask if, um, if did you enjoy yourself making the movie?
5: Yeah, I almost said I was on one of those movies where the budget went like that. It was called Cutthroat Island. <laughs> you
6: know
5: it's
2: okay. It was not your fault. It was not your fault.
5: Yeah. Yeah. That was, we, that started out at like 50 and then ended up being like, I don't know, 100. I don't know how many hundreds of millions of dollars that movie cost, okay. but... What, what, did, what was the question you asked?
3: Uh, did you? What, the, the finished product is 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 a masterpiece, but did you actually enjoy yourself while making the movie, or was it was it um, laborious? Laborious, yeah.
5: Well, the good thing is that a friend of mine gave me a Rolleiflex camera because you mentioned Stanley Kubrick had a photography background. And he said, you know, if you learn how to use this camera, this medium format Roloflex camera, it probably Stanley be really impressed and you could, you know, kind of crack the ice and start a conversation with him. Because we all assumed that he was g- going to be somebody who was almost robotic and didn't right. have anything to do with you. And he was absolutely uh, the opposite. He was a kid that grew up in, in the Bronx and New York and loved making movies, loved baseball, He, you know. Uh, he, he, uh, he was a normal guy. He That's was, so cool. He, he, and so I taught myself to use this medium format camera and, and Stanley said, look, if you're going to take pictures on my set, this is the camera you should get. You told me to get this autofocus auto everything Minolta. And I hated that camera, but I loved the Roloflex <laughs> and the way, the way. And so I, the important part was that if you're going to take pictures on my set, that was unheard of. And so Stanley allowed me to take photographs on the set with this wow. medium format camera. And uh, so I published it with my, a diary that I kept while I was making the film. It's called Full Metal Jacket Diary. It was published into a limited edition metal covered book with a serial number. There's only 20,000 of them. I'm never making any more. And then this genius from Apple, Adam Rackoff, he said, would you be interested in making it? into an app. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, well, uh, uh, we'll have you read the book. We'll do music and, and sound effects. And, uh, we'll take all the photographs that you took on the film and scan them and do high resolution scans of them. And then, uh, we'll make an app. And I said, how do you do that? And he said, well, that's the hard part. And then he spent the next year and a half, uh, building this incredible app that's it's only available on a, for an iPad. And right now, you can download it for free to as a celebration of this 4K release of of Full, full Metal Jet. Well, just so you know,
2: I actually purchased this 4K. I'm waiting for it to arrive, and so I feel entitled to then download that free app on my iPad. That's, 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 that's very exciting. Yeah. I mean, this is this is a great celebration of a great work of art of, of which you are an integral part, and uh, it's uh, it's an amazing yeah. celebration. Yeah. So thank you. Hey, we appreciate the call. So, Thanks
1: so
5: you, much. Too. Yep. One of the things that you said in the beginning was that about Vietnam, yeah. and and the, the genius of Stanley with this film was that he didn't make a movie about Vietnam. He made a movie about war, yeah. and and as, as, as we mentioned before, about what happens to people that you know, and 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 just to tip our hats and say thank you to all the veterans who yes. served in all the wars. That, uh, that there's the scars that we see and then there's the invisible scars that they carry with them sometimes to their death. Right. And, and that's, that's the the psychological scars, the ones we can't see. Or, and that's why it's so important to love and, and take care of our veterans, because they're seeing things that they know, things that they've seen, like that thousand-yard stare that we tried to get uh, Private Joker to have at the end of Full Metal Jacket. That's right.
2: Absolutely. Uh, uh, well stated and and uh, and good advice to uh, to uh, actually uh, you know to to uh, respect and honor the uh, the people who who actually did this for real and not in a movie. So yeah. uh, we know you yeah. got to run. I'm surprised you. You did
5: mention Linda Fiorentino, who from Vision Quest, who's from Philly. Yo, I was Dude. going to ask you. I was
3: going to ask you about it because I was actually getting my teeth worked on yesterday. Crazy for you came on. Uh, it was just pla- and then our overnight guy I was like, "Dude, ask Matthew Modi about Vision Quest," but this was not about that. We, we talked yeah. about Vision Quest last time. But We yeah. could yeah. do a whole segment <laughs> on Vision Quest,
2: man.
7: I love it. When the 4K comes
2: out. Yeah, man. Right. Yeah,
0: done deal. We'll make sure that happens. You're the man, Matthew. And we love you on Stranger Things as well. So keep up these great projects. It's wonderful to talk to you today.
5: Thanks so much. Thanks for
0: having me on. You bet. Matthew Modine. Yeah. Listen. They, about five minutes ago, they, they called they our the hotline. Up, and they yeah. said to wrap it up, so that's why he I kept, kept going. going yeah. I know he kept yeah. going. I'm like, dude, I'll, I'll go for another half hour if you want. We go all day long. You could just
2: do that on uh, that that final sequence in Oof. Full Metal Jacket. If you listen, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna. You know, the original plan of the script was, and the original, I guess, the story, which I never read the source material, is that Joker dies. Um, but they, 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 he, he was talking about a process, and, and and he said Kubrick thought that the real, the real thing would be that he he saw his drill instructor get murdered, yeah. he saw his best friend get murdered, he he had all these scars. What's what's more of a burden to carry, being yeah. killed there, or or to live a life with those memories? Mm-hmm. And so, but at the end, when they're marching along, these guys who are who are just young men. Yeah, and they start singing the Mickey Mouse theme, and they're, and he's like, "We've been to a world of as he said. Mm-hmm. But we are alive. We we're alive.
0: Yep. But and and before that, the other scar he has to carry is what he does to the girl. When, yeah, when yeah, he, I mean, yeah. He's got to yep. you know, and and, while, and he has to, he, yeah, yeah, and and he he volunteers to do it yeah, pretty yeah. much. So, but it's. Uh, so you know, if, he's got to carry that too.
3: If you guys just go to INDB and and look up Full Metal Jacket, and there's a whole bunch of different cool little trivia tidbits about the movie. And what I just found out was that Joker, yeah, his actual name, uh, his on his shirt in uh, Paris Island reveals his real name, which is J T Davis. And that is a deliberate reference to special uh, specialist James T Davis, who was uh, first officially recognized as the first U S casualty in Vietnam no in kid. 1961. Huh. Not like that. Yeah, or it's a no lot. Point. And so I do that quite often when, um, you know, we're going to talk to somebody or just, you know, I want to find some stuff out about a movie that I love. IMDb has just a wealth of really really cool tidbits and then some goofs right And I understand so, that the movie also uh, meddled in taekwondo and the Olympics right the Olympics, <laughs> right in the Olympics. Yeah. So when Joker is on fr- uh, first watch right he's using and this is a, a movie goof he's using a 1980s maglite bl- uh, brand flashlight oh, Okay a little
0: continuity
3: thing. <laughs> thing. Yeah
2: That's like, not, that's atypical of a Kubrick film yeah. because he will go he'll go to ext- or went to extraordinary lengths to make sure that stuff was yeah, what was there? But I mean, the but fact who
3: notices, that, Wait a second, that flashlight didn't come out until yeah, nineteen eighty. Yeah, something glaring like that. But I mean, <laughs> oh, there's one in.
0: In I'm sorry to interrupt. Steve, yeah. in uh, speaking of another great war film, uh, Saving Private Ryan, that uh, when Tom Sizemore character uh, uh, Mike, he's he's uh, taking the they first land. He starts he, he scoops the uh, uh, the dirt into yes. a, a can, and one says Africa, and one says Italy, and one says uh, France. That uh, they point out that it was drawn in Sharpie and <laughs> Sharpies were not invented. Okay, or, you know, blah blah blah. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: In Gladiator, when their emperor pulls up in a Prius, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, they start doing hybrid come... vehicles until. I mean, there were still combustion that. engines at that time. Yeah.
3: So I own the movie on um, not on Blu-ray because it just came out, but I have it on DVD, and I, I think I might watch it with my son. He is thirteen, and I definitely watched that yeah. when I was his age. Yeah. Well. There are a couple of scenes that are that are you know, I, I may ask him to turn away, but well, this is 4K. A, this yeah. is also so if you have, a, you know,
2: the the resolution and the, the scenes, especially at night with the, with the fire and the and the and the, uh, the the sniper sequence, which is the the way the fire is caught and everything and the. Uh, uh, there, there's nobody no filmmaker visual like visually
0: like Kubrick visually he's uh, unbelievable so yeah. some of the films are a little bit uh, too quirky for me yeah, personally yeah. but the um but you can't deny the cinematography and the just the framing is just unbelievable it's and that's that's his his
2: camera ability mm-hmm. so like uh, not Again, you're talking about I love all the the stuff, and I know, but it's not everybody's cup of tea. Like mm-hmm. Barry Lyndon, which is a period piece every every scene in that movie could be a a photograph hanging in a museum. That's how, b- how beautiful it is. But this, in particular, is just as a visceral, emotional
0: masterpiece. Yeah, I I definitely agree. Uh, he had mentioned uh, Linda Fiorentini, Fiorentino. Fiorentino. Yeah. yeah. Um, I heard she's hard to work with. I yes. got a
4: text from a listener who said that, uh, he is distantly related to her. And so I texted this person back asking if, uh, we could, uh, maybe chat with her through this relation. And they, this this, uh, listener wrote back saying probably not because they had a falling out. Apparently she's a real pain in the ass. The yeah. <laughs> problem started with her mother before she passed away. And so, um, maybe we, that's one of these people we end up not wanting to talk to.
0: I think, uh, I think Kevin Smith had a, a tough time yeah. with her. Uh, her. Um,
4: dog, yes. On her. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: But, uh, but. What if we actually strike up a friendship and she buys us a fire
0: truck? That'd be Whoa. nice. I
2: mean, things happen. <laughs> possibilities yeah. are endless. Fire
0: truck. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, case. I, I think you should show Seamus. You know, I thought I should show it to my my guys. I don't, yeah. I don't know if they dig it or not, but um, uh, it's such a it's such a badass movie. The well, scene, the,
2: the scene where they when they first go to when they make the jump to Vietnam. And surfing, surfing bird yeah. is the song that you hear. And they're moving slowly. Yeah, yeah. And they're moving slowly behind. They're having the protection of the tank that's rolling in front of them. And uh, they're going into an urban setting. Mm-hmm. And you know, the the one guy, you know strafes a whole bunch of of the enemy running. And he, he, he
3: look on his face is like, I did it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm.
0: cowboy ever do much after the? Oh besides yeah. Besides that, yeah.
3: What else? Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm thinking. Um, I think... Uh, a lot of character work. Wait, wait, wait. Um uh, hang on. I gotta find out who Cowboy he was, was, he, played, he, he starred Norma Ray. <laughs> he played uh, Norma Because the guy who was
0: Animal Mother, he's he's been in tons of stuff yeah.
3: and, and but but a few yeah, of the guys. That's Adam Baldwin. Uh Cowboy, I feel like I've seen in a bunch of other things. Uh yeah, Arliss Howard is that guy's name. Mm-hmm. Uh Lost World, Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, he's the um he's the um the the
2: crappy uh Company a, a, a executive who sends them in the second time who wants who's, who's behind trying to secure these animals. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's he he usually
3: ends up playing the dick actually.
0: Okay.
2: And he's such a likable guy in this. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yep. Uh, uh What? He was a medium, you know, that show with Patricia Arquette. Yeah.
4: So you guys recall that one?
6: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. All right. Well, anyhow, <laughs> uh, that was uh, that was wow. great.
4: Yeah, that was an excellent. I love it when actors like talking about great. Pieces of work that they've been a part of. Yeah, sometimes
0: sometimes it's like pulling teeth, man. Like to to coin somebody who was in this movie. We had Vincent D'Onofrio on one time to talk about was Law and Order or whatever show he was on. One of those shows, and he just did not want to be talking about it.
4: Yeah, and it's a shame because it's something that a lot of people love and, and and derive pleasure. From you know, from these works of art, and so maybe they're just tired of answering those questions. But uh, we
2: think when, when Richard Roundtree came in here, I'm a massive fan of the of of, of the black cinema of 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 uh, Shaft and all those classic movies, and he came in and he, he almost seemed a little reticent to talk about it. Then when the,
3: we were off air and just yeah. hanging out,
2: yeah. he just loved talking about it. I'm I like,
3: what do you think they were actually beating up Private Pile with? I mean, it looked like they it was supposed to be soap and towels. They might add sponges or something
0: there. They just filled out the yeah. size. and Fluffer nutters. And fluff, <laughs> fluffer nutters are pretty <laughs> soft. You to them afterwards. Apparently, they had to do that scene
2: like ten times. Really? So, yeah. Uh,
0: it's yeah, I would imagine scene, they... Because, uh, uh, you know, you can... You can have a realistic-looking bat, as we learned from the Three Stooges movie. <laughs> yes. And uh, and it looks like it really hit him in the head with yeah. it. But, uh, yeah, they probably had, like, sponges or something in <laughs> it. All right. Interesting conversation. Very cool movie. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a second. And some Bizarre File stories Oh wait, you, my friend. So stay with us.
8: Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy.
0: Acme is continuing their commitment to getting through this new normal together, and that means everyone's health, well-being, safety, and satisfaction, yours and their employees, continues to be their number one goal. They're keeping your essentials in stock, and that includes your New Year, New You foods. Keep an eye out for Acme's large selection of USDA-certified O-organics and Open Nature products featured exclusively in Acme aisles. Find great food you can naturally feel good about at Acme. Fresh foods, local flavors
8: back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: Uh, well, Marissa sent me this article, I, and I thought it might be a nice break. Listen, you know, obviously uh, th- there's a lot of seriousness going on in the world, and seriousness that definitely needs to be uh, addressed and tended to, and and uh, it's being done, and every now and then you need a little bit of a break from all of the heaviness in the world. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so we thought this might be a good subject to bring up. It was the fifty. 50- Happiest Songs Ever Released. And I don't know the source on this because it wasn't included, but it is a list and it comes with some information. We trust
2: every list to be accurate. Uh, this no is, matter
0: where the source
2: In fact, we don't ever even really need to know the source.
0: They're just accurate by nature. But I do know a, a name here. Uh, behavioral scientist Paul McKenna explained why certain songs make us happy. And he says we associate the song to good times from the past. Uh, To some extent, we get transported back there. We begin to create all the neurochemical changes and all the happy neurotransmitters that are associated with a certain song that uplifts us us get released again so who's Paul McKenna uh, he is a behavioral scientist okay so d- the uh, there
2: are certain song qualities though that just upon hearing it you know it's a happy song it, it need not be right it need not be attached to a memory uh, at that point there are certain yes. tonal qualities that suggest happiness
0: yes and that's why there can be you know there are songs that that uh that can create certain moods that, yes. are, that are that are sad in nature Like the chicken ends you know they're they're very specific uh tonal qualities, like you said, Stephen, tempos that yeah. can that can cause a
4: reaction in human beings. Like we, we've we got tonight at a frat party. Yes, <laughs> yes. exactly. That's, that's a really,
0: happy that's, song. It turns it into a rage here. But 58% of the people polled in this said that songs that make them the happiest are the ones released during their youth, while 85% said their happiest year for music brought back nostalgic memories of some of their best days and life experiences. So there's a list of 50 of them here. And I could start at the bottom and work our way up. And, and we don't have to spend a whole lot of time on each one because there's 50 of them all together. Do all 50 twice. Okay, maybe Go we'll from do 50
2: them. to 1 and then from 1 to
0: 50. Uh, so we'll remember the happy songs we just heard. Uh, how about this? Uh, number 50 on the list is You Sexy Thing from Hot Chocolate. Okay. I believe in miracles. That that song. Which I used to think he was saying mail call. I used to to think it was milk holes. (laughs) Remember, I think I told
2: you
3: that. I
0: believe in mail call. I guess this must be a military man. Uh, Now, this one I don't know. Ain't Nobody from Rufus and Shaka Khan.
3: Uh, hmm.
0: ain't, ain't nobody, ain't nobody. Yeah, uh, like well, the one I got. Ain't nobody like, like the one I got. Is that it? I don't know. All right, we're moving on. Oh, I want to hear it. Uh, right. No, there's fifty of these. Come, Come on, man. Okay, right, Forty-nine. Right, right, right. He's fine. on a high because <clears throat> he just wiped right. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. Uh, how about this? I'll be there for you from the Rembrandts. The theme of friends. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a peppy song. It's yep. a good song. Uh, we I are... traditionally don't like
2: overly. Upbeat songs. I, I like inspiring songs, but not necessarily, you
0: know, like forced happy songs. Okay. Uh, how about We Are Family from Sister Sledge? Yeah, it's a good <laughs> song. That's a good song. Uh, I'm going to be 500 Miles from the Proclaimers.
3: Proclaim. I love it. Uh, I love that song. And when it came out, I was definitely younger. I don't know when that came out. Probably, what, 1992? What was it was it? just reused? Was it for Deadpool? Mm. I don't remember. Maybe. Maybe. All right. Yep.
0: Move on. Uh, La Freak from Chic. Oh, freak out! La Freak! Fishy! Yep. Mm-hmm. A lot of oh, wedding words. songs on this list. Yes, yeah, you're sure. right, Nick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Uh, here's one. Take on me from Aha. Now I love that song. That's a good I love song. the video. That'll make you happy. Uh, Move On Up from Curtis Mayfield. I don't know that move
4: one. Move on up. Move on up. You know it. <clears throat> no, sing some more of
0: it. You down up. <laughs> Actually, I do know that song.
4: Move on up.
0: Um, all right. How about this one on the list? Sweet Child of Mine. Oh, really? really? Yeah. For yeah. Casey's song? mom. song? I'm sorry? Who's what? For Casey's mom. She loves that song. Oh, yeah, oh. you're right. I was like, your mom. Yep. <laughs>
9: it's a great um, sing-along.
0: <laughs> that's true. Yep. Not necessarily what I'd call a happy song. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a... Um, I, I would, it
2: okay. makes me
9: feel happy, though.
0: Maybe. All right, All right, here's one. This is right in the sweet spot. Ain't no mountain high enough. Yeah, yeah now that's designed to be an inspirational and happy and positive. And a sing along as right. well, because when it gets to the chorus, because yeah. there ain't no mountain high, high enough. enough. Do you point ain't up? No low and then point down. <laughs> and then, wait. <Right>. Ain't no <laughs> river wide enough. enough. I just said river. <laughs>
2: <laughs> ain't, no, ain't, ain't no river, river wide <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Elmer Fudd in
0: concert. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I do on the, on the river wide enough I do yeah. bring my hands yeah. in like to keep uh. me from getting to
10: you babe case
9: don't you and I have the same one the uh uh the song from uh 500 days of summer I think it's you make my dream. Oh yeah oh, oh, on notes, notes. Oh, oh, no, yeah. you make
0: my dream come so
2: true I that's, hope that's got in there. to Holy be thing. on
0: here uh let me see here that's gotta be on here I don't see I think we've said
9: case. I think we said uh, um, the character in that movie when he like walks down the street. Like that's what you feel like doing when you hear that song.
3: Absolutely. He, um, you know, he basically dances. He looks in the in the mirror, and, and mm-hmm. his reflection looking back at him is Han Solo, and he's just like the coolest. It's, it's a great scene.
0: Uh, so after Ain't No Mountain High Enough, dancing on the ceiling from Lionel Richie. Right. Now that's a classic, peppy upbeat song that is fun. Yep. Uh, here's this is a great one. Brown eyed girl. That one can can almost always get me in a great mood from Van Morrison. Uh, This one, I like this song, but Hot Stuff from Donna Summer. Looking for some hot stuff, baby, this evening.
6: I need some hot stuff, baby, tonight.
3: I like doing the pelvic thrust during hot stuff.
10: stuff. Yeah. Like, Look um, at
3: no <laughs> Yeah. From full Monty, right? Yeah. Monty. Yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah. There's two full Monty songs on this list already. There was a. Uh, uh, what was the other I, one? I can't remember. Sweet Charlie on. on. <laughs> mm. When we get when we go back through the list, you'll, you'll get to okay. it. Okay. Because we're one doing it twice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah.
9: Recap it.
0: All right. This one, a little bit of a head scratcher. Uh, always on my mind from uh, Pet Shop Boys. Um, Wait, yes, I, I like their version. Uh, the original yeah. is
2: um, Willie Willie no, Nelson Elvis, did a Elvis, version yeah, of it. But Elvis. I
0: think, uh, somebody else did a version of that. Elvis that, was Elvis the, the first. You, you, you. Okay. You were always on my
9: mind. You were always
0: on my mind. Uh, you Should Be Dancing from the Bee Gees. These, by the way, are the list of the happiest songs ever released.
6: <laughs> you should be dancing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> One more time. We did so good on that. You
6: should be dancing.
10: That was a
0: good one. Uh, you know where that's used well is in... Uh, Saturday Night Fever. Uh, well, yeah, but I mean, I was thinking more recently, uh, Despicable Me. Oh, yes, uh, yeah, yeah. They do some fun BG stuff. Okay. Um Walk like an Egyptian from the Bengals. Oh yes. Does that make you happy?
9: Yes. Well, okay. you know what that because that was like you had to pick a song to dance to and all this in, in college for my sorority, and that was our song. So it's like on top of it being a happy song, it takes me back to college. Do you know where that's
0: used well is in Schindler's List. No, shut up. <laughs> Kathy, did you did you guys do a skit to that, or yep, was and it?
9: We changed the words and yeah. Okay. Tube filled with beer, bend your knees, tilt your head, and you suck it back. It's hard, I know. Oh, hey, oh, just strike a pose, do the booty slap. <laughs> Yes! Wow. Can you get
0: the girls back together? <laughs> the
9: girls back together. do that?
0: Oh, my God.
9: Well, you know who I stood right next to during that was just like Arani said. I
0: believe it. Wow. All right, so that's number 35 on this list. Uh, then we have uh, right said, Fred, I'm too sexy. God, that, that super song. huge hit. I remember the video, the two dudes in mesh shirts. Uh, it was it was all over the place you couldn't escape it and this is how far uh MTV unplugged got they actually did a right said for an unplugged right said fred. that's when they in the conference room like a week later guys uh, we need to wrap it up now mm-hmm. um, we just did a right said fred unplugged <laughs> another one of the happiest songs ever uh into the groove from madonna i like that
2: yeah yep, there you go i yeah. there's some guilty madonna I, I like Borderline better. Borderline's a great but, song.
4: Yeah, you ever hear the album version of this song? No, mm, it's like so. seven minutes long, and there's a yeah, really it's... long intro. It's, it it yeah. gets really funky at parts. It's um, it's Madonna. Believe it or not, actually prefers the album version of this song, and it's very different than the radio one.
0: Little okay. cut. Uh, yeah, so... it's eight and a half minutes long. Yeah, is that this? Yeah, that's this. It doesn't go very loud, does it? Well, well, I don't know what the problem is. It's on his phone that he's playing <laughs> that song. Wow. Come, on. Um, Come on. All right, so that's 33 on the list. Uh, here's one that I love, and it's another another wedding song, Nick, is uh, Let's Groove uh, from Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh,
2: Earth, it's, Wind, and Fire has so much great stuff. If you want positive messages and music, yep. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Let's groove
0: tonight. Um, <laughs> to Share the spots <laughs> alive. It's groove tonight.
6: (laughs) Uh,
2: That could pep up any song. Like, even like
0: We've Got Tonight. We've Got Tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Don't need tomorrow. Uh, then don't you need have
9: tomorrow, or who needs tomorrow? Who
0: needs tomorrow? Sorry, we do need tomorrow, <laughs> otherwise, we're going to be dead tonight. <laughs> and, yeah, you're right, Kathy. We're
6: dead tonight. Yeah, <laughs> who needs don't tomo- need
0: tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't stop from Fleetwood Mac. That's a oh, great song, that's yeah. an yeah, uplifting yeah. song. And And again, uh, yeah, the message, the message, man. One that can make you feel good. Uh, Dancing in the Street from Martha Reeves and the Vandellas. That's a fun tune as well. And if you want
3: to feel really, really happy, watch the YouTube video of Mick Jagger and David (laughs) Bowie doing Dancing in the Streets with no music. Yes, it's fantastic. They've
2: they've sort of added in foot
0: shuffling. (laughs) It's hilarious. (laughs) Um, In fact, what was that series called? Was it... um, it was great. Because there was a whole it was series like, of yes. twelve separate
2: videos. Yeah, with the with the music removed. Or they did Elvis, uh oh straight shoes. It's my
0: favorite <laughs> yeah. and it's just squeaking. It's so <laughs> my favorite. Uh Footloose from Kenny Loggins. Defenders. Yeah. Yep, of course, that's uh, that would be on the list. That does kind of get you moving. Do you
2: ever just when you see the original Footloose on, do you ever pass it and not watch it out? Reactive. I never see
0: it anymore. I, never... I see it all the time. Do you really? All the time. Uh... It's
2: on like Plex and all these all these new movie channels that are playing movies from the seventies and eighties.
0: I would I would definitely stop and spend some time with
2: it. In the if
3: beginning of the New Footloose, all the kids are dancing to this song, the actual Footloose song. And then uh, what ends up happening is there's a car accident and the guy dies. Oh, so
0: that's that's how they do a little nod to this mm -hmm. tune? Oh,
3: they do a ton of... I mean, they even do angry dancing. He drives a VW Bug. He does angry dancing in a warehouse. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, By the way, Marissa found out that uh, those videos are called just silent music videos. Okay. So if you want to have some fun, do a search on silent music videos. They're great. Uh, Let's see. What else is on here? Uh, I got you, uh, James Brown. Or I feel good. I knew, knew that, that I, I would. Daniel. Daniel. James
2: Brown, unbelievable, unbelievable body oh. of music, unbelievable an entertainer, amazing. A lot All of right.
4: these songs have uh, great horn sections in them too. Uh,
2: so you're, good, yes, you're Bam, right. Bam. You know, and so that, that
4: always peps up a song for me.
2: That's right. why the Earth Wind and Fire, the Earth Wind and Fire yeah. horns, always an yeah, added
0: bonus. So this yeah, this next song, and I understand uh, yeah it's up and peppy, but I. I hate it now yeah. because of what they did with it in the movie Love Actually. Uh, Jump for My Love from Pointer Sisters, yeah. where he's you know he's the, he's the prime right. minister and he's listening oh, right, to it yeah. and he starts dancing around 10 Downing <laughs> Street. I'm like, Shh, stop it! That's just stupid. Yeah. It actually made me dislike this song. I still like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, listen, I yeah. get it. I it's it's an up and fun and pet, but that's that part is so cheesy I mean, in that movie. It's not as good as I'm so excited. Do you know a movie has a good soundtrack with a lot of of
2: of uh? In fact, uh, it was actually created to simply to sell the soundtrack. Remember the movie Car Wash? Yeah, yeah. That which is uh, there's really no plot to that movie,
0: but it's it, it's full of of great music. Uh, then you have on this list uh, from Greece, Summer Nights. Ah, with uh, John Volta and lady, Newton John. So, so weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can't help it getting a good. Is this just the music? Yeah uh so that's ranked as one of the happiest songs that's this list the top 50 happiest songs ever no released a boy,
10: cute as can be summer days wishing away uh, I don't remember the words of the oh, oh
6: okay. the
0: oh it's got backing you... vocals oh, How does Hi. he wipe? <laughs> <laughs> standing up, sitting down, standing up, sitting down. Uh huh. I want to dance with somebody from Whitney Houston. It's a, oh, yeah, it's yeah. a great song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, from CeCe Pennison. Finally. You guys remember that? Oh, yeah. 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 It's a great song. Mm. I'd, uh, uh, I was working on radio at the time when that was a hit. You were Kenny Knight, obviously. I was. Yeah. And somebody told me she was just a bitch. Oh. <laughs> Cc C. Penison, yeah. Oh boy, is this it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was. It was one of those. It was all over the radio at the time when it hit, early '90s, I think. Uh, let's see, who else we have here? 1999 from Prince. Yes. Yeah. Come on, the happiest songs of all time. Yep. Are uh, they doing a uh, <clears throat> a biopic of Prince? I was. That would certainly be worthy. Oh, yeah, he would be.
2: I mean, talk about. One of the most seminal, completely, I mean, a a talent on on a Mm -hmm. a package. just unbelievable.
0: Yep. Uh, Then Celebration from Cool and the Gang is number 21, yet another. These are all wedding songs. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so is uh, That's the Way I Like It from Casey and the Sunshine Sunshine Band, which is 20. That's the way. Sunshine Band. That's the the way I like it. That's the way I like it. Thanks for
2: listening.
0: Uh, number nineteen <laughs> on this list is December nineteen sixty three. Oh, what a night!
3: Oh, I love that song. Yes. That was like our. I think that was our prom theme. I don't like that song. No, I, it. Uh, I don't. Oh, yeah, it's okay.
0: Ding, 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 That one. Yeah, I do. I do enjoy that one. And that's not Frankie singing uh, the lead uh, on the majority of the song. He comes bigger. No, it's not Bob Seeger. <laughs> he comes in on the, oh, I got a funny feeling, really? aren't you? Yeah, this is not Frankie Valley. Who this? I think it's the, the drummer of the band. Okay. Or when they were touring. Vinnie Valley. Vinnie Valley. <laughs> um, flash Dance, What a Feeling from Irene Cara. Uh,
2: number God. Six. When that came out, I, I had a massive uh, Jessica, what was her name?
0: B- Jessica Biel. B- yeah, Grush. Yep. Uh, Crocodile Rock from Elton John is number 17. That's a fun song. It is a fun song. Uh, good Times from Chic, another classic wedding song. Yeah. Uh, these are the good times. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yep. Oh, and this is the this is bass line from uh, Rapper's Delight as yeah. well. Yeah. Is a hit? Hop, it, hit a hit, hit, it, hop, and you don't stop. another thing, Uh you're the one that I want, Elton not Elton John. <laughs> Elton right. Travolta
2: You're the one that I want. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You're the one that I want. You dun,
0: are dun, 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 dun. the one that I want. <laughs> want. want. <laughs> to the tune of Benny and his ass. You there, you're the one that I want. Okay. okay. I'm out of it today. I uh, apologize. Uh, <laughs> uh, number 14, Living La Vida Loca wow. from Ricky Martin. <laughs> I actually, that's a guilty pleasure of mine. I like that Latin beat. I do too. Yeah. Bam, bam, bam. horns. Bam,
2: bam.
0: Bam, yep. uh, <laughs> You make me
4: feel... Like dancing? No, it just says you make me feel. Oh, uh, like a natural woman. It's it's one of those songs that has you, parentheses in it. It's great.
0: Yeah. No. Oh, no, 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 it's no. No, 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 no. no.
4: no it's... it's you make me
0: feel mighty real in parentheses.
4: Oh. Mighty real. I don't oh, know that. that song. This is Sylvester.
3: This is it. I can't hear it. I know. What's with your volume? Yes, I know the song. It's a good song. This is as loud as it gets,
0: bro. Oh, wow. Sorry. All right. Um... Yeah, I don't know this. Are there lyrics or is this uh, instrumental? There you go. You know where this is used? Um, the Studio 54 movie? Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, then we have number 12, Girls Just Want to Have Fun from Cindy Lauper. And that's, that's designed, say, yeah, that's mm-hmm. meant to be a, a novelty song. All right, here's one I don't know. Wake Up Boo by the Boo Radleys. Huh? Anybody Wake know? Up Boo by the Boo Radleys. It's number 11. On uh, uh, this list, Casey's going to find it in a very low volume.
3: Yeah, so we'll be able to. You'll <laughs> we'll be it. able to barely hear it. <laughs> All right, I'm
4: going to try "Wake Up, Boo. Boo" by the Boo Radleys. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, I no. remember the Boo Radleys. They they got Y100 played back before the Jim McGuinn era. At Y100. Yeah, yeah there were a, a whole, whole of bunch band. of
2: old rock
4: bands based off of To
2: Kill
0: a Mockingbird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, can anybody even hear that? I what? can. I mean, just barely.
3: Yeah. I don't know it. I wonder if it's better off just taking this, uh doing it this way. No, that's probably not going to work either. Man. No. Oh my god! What's going on with my phone?
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I I don't uh, know. Keep what it plugged in. It just yeah it, it, yeah. All right. Here we go. Uh, Never Gonna Give You Up from Rick Astley is number 10. Yes, come on. The classic Rick Roll is considered one of the happiest songs of all time. Uh, Just Can't Get Enough by Depeche Mode is number 9. Great song. Uh, Uh, Just Can't Get Enough. Just Can't
2: Get
0: Enough. Iconic opening. Yeah, it's a happy melodic part there for sure.
2: There's a lot of music of that time, what they called New Wave and Progressive. Uh, that would fall into this list.
0: Uh, then you have number eight, Walking on Sunshine from Katrina and the Wave. Yes. It's the Bill Weston song. <laughs> now, then, morning, everyone. How are you all? Buffalo Bill coming at you. Bill's walking down the hall, all pointing and winking at
6: people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice hat. What are you on, your period?
3: Hey, Jesus. <laughs> 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 Is this a Jewish thing? Is this a Jewish thing? <laughs> Into every cubicle,
2: hey. Yeah. Lose the mustache. You're looking fat. <laughs> <play this.
3: laughs> We're gonna file that under who gives an F. <laughs> uh so that's
0: the Bill Weston song. Number eight. <laughs>
6: You're looking fat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs>
0: Uh, then you have you can call me Al from Paul Simon. Yes. Yeah, that's a great tune, yeah. This is
2: Graceland, right? Uh, yes, yeah. it is. What yeah.
0: an album! What a great <laughs> album. <laughs> the 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 funny thing about this song, and as as uplifting and, and fun as it is, uh, listen to the lyrics. It's yeah. an odd song. Uh, it's not necessarily a
2: happy tune. Uh, but a lot of times, the, the songs that that are have will have an ironic up-tempo are saying kind of yeah. horrific
0: things. And it, it's not necessarily horrific. It's just very, very yeah. wordy and an odd, weird story. Uh, but but it's it's got such a happy beat to it. Right. Yeah. And the video's great. Yeah. Uh, Come on, Eileen is number six. A song title and a command. Uh, that too. Come on, Eileen. <laughs> uh, what's the old joke you always say? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I I thought it was you that said that. What's uh, what's better than? Uh, <laughs> oh man, what was it? Butter on Betty. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. So, it. Yeah. I, uh, Come on, Eileen.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh,
3: <laughs> living on a prayer. Oh.
0: Bon Jovi is number five on this.
3: Do people list. love singing along to this song? It I, would. It would be the classic sing along rock tune. Yeah.
0: Is it?
2: And this has to be the. The Bon Jovi sing along song, right? I would think
0: so, yeah. I can't think of one that's bigger. Uh, then you have Dancing Queen from ABBA. Yeah. yeah. they've indicated as one of the happiest songs ever. <clears throat> <decoration>
6: <spoiled>
0: <estar> yep, I'm-, I'm a sucker for ABBA, believe it or not. Especially this song. Steve, there's another BG song, and it's in the top three. Which one? Staying Alive. Yeah. From the BGS, as uh, one of the happiest songs. I,
2: I, I dig it. It's a great song. Uh, you know what song I really like more, though, is Night Fever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a great song. Now, if you were to put a song from Queen that would be considered one of the happiest songs ever, what would you say it would be? From Queen? Oh, yeah. I already know the answer. Y- yeah, because this, uh, uh, this is an interesting choice. You're my best friend? Uh, that's a good one. It's uh, a great one, actually. But it's not this one they have chosen. Anybody else want to guess? I love Let's my car.
6: <laughs>
0: uh, it's Don't Stop Me Now.
6: Yeah. yeah Which that's is a great song. When it kicks sleep. in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, it's,
2: it's a sensational. It's A upbeat song, yeah. yeah. And they end the movie with it. And the real clips of Freddy. They it's use. fantastic. Yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah.
0: Me? Uh-huh. Yeah, once it gets going, Stop you know it's right here. It's yeah, feel good. I
10: get
0: I get goosebumps <laughs> when I hear him sing
10: them.
3: I'm And I'm uh, transported to a time 1993 in my dorm room. It's the first time I ever heard the song. Yeah, yeah. Standing up, wiping. Standing up, wiping.
6: I'm <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, and that's part of it. it. It takes you back to a certain time that you find yep. uh,
2: pleasant. You know, and they make the point in the movie, um, Bohemian Rhapsody, is that critics could never get a handle on where Queen was going, and so they
0: tended to just crap on him a lot.
6: Yeah. You know? Yep.
0: All right. And then do you have the last one
2: here,
3: I Case? do. On it's going to be at a really low volume. Though oh, really. that sucks. Really like we like it. We don't have it in
0: our system. We don't, believe it or not. Uh, it's Mr. Blue Sky from ELO. Oh. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Wait, I can't hear it at all now. Do you have that not plugged all the way in? There, there we can... go. Nice. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy uses this excellent. The second, the second one
2: is great. Yep, at the very beginning. With the baby Groot trying to hook the Walkman in.
0: Nick, was it you that said, was it Ben that fell in love with the song? Or Casey, was it shame? Well,
4: it definitely was Seamus. It could have been Ben, too. Yeah, because of the movie, yeah. Yep. And um, this was one of those concerts that I missed. And uh, and then he rescheduled. And I really want to go see Jeff Lynne so badly. Yeah. that's a great, tune.
0: All right, so if you're if you're looking for a moment to distract yourself with some happy music, with some feel good stuff, uh, there's this list of fifty of the happiest songs ever released. Marissa, maybe post that if you can. She's already on it. So if you would like a resource for that, that is available. I thought that'd be kind of interesting to go through that stuff. All right, uh, let's take a break. I think we could all take a break. You want to take a break? Let's let's take, take a break. break all right, guys. let's do that. All right, take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. What's new? Glad what you ask. ACDC.
8: Royal blood. Deftones, tones.
11: New music. more of everything that rocks. I'm 93 three WMMR.
0: So uh, the group of guys that we have here in the studio are alums of the MMR. They played there last year. They have performed here in our studio before, uh, and they've been to Philly a number of times. We yeah, heard? we welcome back to the studio and to Philadelphia, the glorious sons. Yeah. 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 Hello, guys. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Uh, is the last time you guys were here when you played at the link for the Flyers game? Uh, the the outdoor game.
12: I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. I think we were here with the Struts in the summer. Okay, I, th- I think that was the Animal Barbecue. I don't know. Eventually, uh, yeah.
0: I listen. You guys play so many shows. I I don't doubt <laughs> yeah, that you yeah. have no freaking
12: idea. Yeah. You're a hard-working
0: band. Uh, but yeah, but at that show, that uh, were you outside when you played the link for the uh, the Flyers uh, series? Yeah. yeah. And do you play outside from time to time
13: in cold weather? We've played in like negative twenty eight. The again. hell? Yeah. Where was that? It was an ice wine festival. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Who booked this? Uh, Ian.
6: (laughs) Him. Uh, He booked it.
0: (laughs) Brett just pointed it out. By the way, the members in the band, we have uh, Brett and Jay and uh, Chris who are all here. And uh, I would imagine Brett for you as a singer, cold weather, not too hard, but maybe for the guitar players a little bit more difficult because your
12: dexterity. Yeah, my hands felt like frozen breakfast sausages that day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, <laughs> I was just good. throwing them on the guitar hoping to get some sound out of it. <laughs> I
0: believe it. I believe it. Uh, you know what? In, uh, in just doing some research about you guys and, uh, you know, for the, the interview today, uh, I went on Wikipedia, and you never know what you're getting with Wikipedia, whether it's legit or not, but I did see uh, that Chris is the only member of the band that has his own independent Wikipedia page. Whoa! Did you know this? I'm not sure I did know that. Yeah, <laughs> everybody everybody else's names appears just in regular black uh, face type, and yours is blue, which means it's a link, and you can click
12: on it.
9: What does that mean? his story's longer. Like the what does that a mean? Longer. Why
13: are you so much more interesting?
12: I would imagine my story's quite a bit longer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does it say
13: that he's a Republican senator?
12: Yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah I have oh, a- you
13: got that? a uh, Republican <laughs> senator. I have a
12: Twitter. Uh, a Twitter dude that uh, there's a uh, like a conservative American politician named Chris Coster. So I get a lot of like oh. you know on Twitter I get a lot of like. Chris Koster has done terrible things for black rights and all this sort of stuff. And I, I used to go answer them all. And so, <laughs> I'm going to work harder. I, you know. no, no, no. I was going to say, what
0: an achievement being a Canadian and being able to be elected to uh, the United States Senate. That's yeah. huge.
12: Yeah. Wow.
0: Uh, no, but I did and, and digging around and I, I looked on your page for a moment. Um, and it's I still up, on there. Well, it says one of the things it says your brother was a, a long time.
12: He worked for uh, the Tragically Hip. Yeah, uh, on the road crew, right? It says that. On yeah,
2: does <laughs> look at Holy you got a whole God. world here you're unaware yeah. of.
12: Yeah, he he worked with them for a good number of years, twenty years or more. Was he a musician as well? Or uh... we started our first bands together. Yeah, he played drums for me for uh, for years. Wow, did you get really jealous
0: when he went <laughs> off with one of the biggest Canadian acts ever?
12: No, that was the right time for us to stop music play stop playing music together. Oh yeah? Because yeah. he sucked, I guess, or uh no. It was it <laughs> honestly, like, I bought the drum kit and he stole it and so oh, st- started of starting bands on it and then You know, I was heartbroken, and then I knew the lyrics to Sweet Child of Mine, and they didn't know where they were in the song. So (laughs) he was like, Chris, even if you just talk it, like, we don't know where we are. So (laughs) (laughs) That's how I became a singer, and then, uh, yeah.
0: Not to be a downer, but while I was there, and I saw that your brother worked with the hip, and, uh, you know, I didn't even put these two things together, but uh, Neil Peart obviously just passed away recently. I'm a drummer. It blew me away. He and Gord had the same brain cancer i did not know that and, and yeah yeah, yeah Gore downey from uh, tragically is a that right from uh, same same exact type of uh cancer Were you guys i mean it's not required that every canadian be a rush fan or anything like that but you're musicians i'm sure that uh you were affected by that news that neil had passed
13: yeah i mean you feel bad you know for any uh anybody who who, who dies to be yeah. honest but i we i was never really a large rush fan yeah um I think more so he was just a very respected member of the music community, a very modest man. and I think that's something to be, uh, that's sort of, that's
2: sort of a Canadian, you know, uh, there's not a lot of braggadocia going, at least we perceive it as such. It's probably incorrect. There's probably,
13: (laughs) yeah.
0: (laughs) But I mean, that's a, a, there's a a humility that we associate. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think so.
13: Okay. yeah. Yeah.
0: Hey, why do the drummers always get to sleep in when everybody else has to do these early morning radio? And he's actually here.
6: Is he oh, here? Oh, my God! Ah, <laughs> <you made it. laughs>
0: That's Adam, by the way, right? Yeah. Yeah. I would Good ask morning. you about Neil, but you're not anywhere near a microphone. So, uh, And is Chris here that I don't know of your bass player? No. Okay, no. he doesn't count. No, <laughs> The bass players get to sleep in. Uh, well, listen, we've been, uh, obviously, you saw off shotgun. That was so, the first song we played uh, by you guys. Uh, you have the current song that you uh, were warming up with, um, Closer to the Sky, so I assume you're going to play that for us. Is there anything you can tell us a little bit about the song before we uh, get into it, or anything you want to tell us about the song?
13: Uh, not really, to be honest. It's written in England. Uh, it takes place in England, or you wrote it in England? It kind of takes place in England. It's about somebody with really big pupils. <laughs> really?
2: Yeah. Okay. The
13: old story of the oh.
2: Brit with huge pupils. You've heard it a, big, it a billion times. Yeah. Man or woman
0: with uh, big pupils? Ah. Uh, I
13: don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs>
2: it's then, probably more politically correct to just remain yeah. gender fluid. Yeah, What's yeah I
10: guess so. Hang I'm not sure.
0: Do you sometimes write a song and not really even know, you know, what it's all about? Because sometimes we we as as, as as fans of bands, read deeply into some songs. And then you kind of find out that it was, ah, it was just a thing we did, you know? I mean, even the
13: Beatles have loads of songs that were
0: just, ah, we just kind of made it, and everybody takes these really deep meanings from it, you know?
13: Sometimes you just catch a wave, and it kind of writes itself. See, I thought
0: it was about uh,
2: being mistaken for a Republican politician.
13: There's that's material. That's there, exactly sure. what it's about. Oh,
0: that's a that's a whole box set. <laughs> all, right. all right. Well, let's get the song about the big pupils if you don't mind. All right. All right. So if you're just tuning in, glorious sons, this is uh, closer to the sky on MMR.
13: Eyes wide open, People's locked down Mama's little boy's on the ride of his life, and it's alright. Mind over body. Body over mind Really doesn't matter If you can't tell the stars From the streetlights Lying on your back By the sewer gray Kisses on your face From the neon rain And there's no pain Clench your jaw Tingle your spine To the moon jacket We got time It's alright It's alright Come a little closer To the sky It's better than Wondering why It's better than breaking, we're on your side, everything you hear is a lie, and everyone's running out of time, it's better than waiting, we're on your side, come a little close to the sky, leave downtown before you get slaughtered, bonfire shining on the black water, it's alright, it's alright. Stand on your feet, wind in your hair. you a silhouette in the summer air. you so light. You're so light. At the edge of the lake, at the edge of the night, she's looking at you with dangerous eyes and a half smile. You give her a kiss and she bites your lip. You say, I love you. She says, You're full of issues. But she's so right. Come a little closer to the sky. It's better than wondering why It's better than breaking We're on your side Everything you hear is a lie You never want running out of time It's better than waiting We're on your side Come a little closer to the sky Come a little closer Down here everyone with a plan is on something Ain't never want falling in love It's lonely It's alright Come a little closer to the sky It's better than wondering why It's better than breaking We're on your side Everything you hear is a lie Ain't never wants running out of time It's better than waiting We're on your side Come a little closer to the sky Come a little closer Come a little closer Come a
0: little closer Yes! Gloria Sons on 93.3 WMMR. I just uh, had nothing but big pupils in my head the whole time. <laughs> That's you know, it, yeah. That song was playing. I want to point out, if you're just tuning in, it's uh, Gloria Sons that are here in our studio. I need to point out that uh, your drummer, Adam, while not performing with you, was keeping time with his foot over here the whole time during that song. I handed him uh, an egg. I thought maybe he'd want to jump in, but he was saying no dice. He's a shy guy. Is he a shy guy? Yeah, yeah.
13: He, would, he would faint
0: in front of all these
6: people.
0: <laughs> That's adorable. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, so you know what? I saw a, um, a posting from you guys that you were upset that the uh, uh, the Bills lost in the playoffs. Oh, f- <laughs> <laughs> Can't say that. Is uh, <laughs> that been your team? Is that uh, the whole band? No,
13: uh, it's just my just thing. you. been I mean, a Bills fan? Oh yeah. Really? I, oh yeah, Packer. Sorry, Packer's a new fan. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Packer.
3: You know our, our program director's from Buffalo. He's a huge Bills fan. Yeah. And I was at um I was at Orchard Park this past uh what was it, October? I went to the Eagles Bills game. Yeah, that was a tough one. Well, you know, not for us. It was no. great, but um <laughs> but what I was actually sort of worried going in there, I, I you know, you just hear about the Bills fans, the Bills mafia, all yeah. that sort of I I thought everybody was great. I, I went to yeah. the
13: uh, Patriots Bills game in week four and uh, this old couple was walking through with Brady's jersey and they were screaming at them at the top of their lungs. These people were like 70 years old. Aww. It was beautiful. It was beautiful.
3: <laughs> yeah. Is that where they do like the belly flop on yes. the uh, table? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you see the guy who knocked himself out cold? It was yeah. at, at the Titans game yeah. in Nashville. Yeah. This dude jumped like off of a parking garage and he came, I don't know, about. 12 to 16 inches short of the table and just went head first and basically curb stomped himself. Totally worth it, though. So when I saw it, I go... I mean, what better way to show your adoration for a game? People are starting
13: to get mad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, when I
3: saw it, I was like, did I just watch a guy kill himself? (laughs) Like, I thought he legit died. And the the worst part is, is like this girl with a a beer walks up and just kind of like... Stands over him and he's not moving at all. <laughs> and she's like, "I think he's dead. <laughs> I'm not sure, <laughs> but he's uh." Times the game starts. <laughs> he broke his silent. orbital socket and stuff oh, like there that. Oh go. uh, yeah, <laughs> good times. Football. Good times. Yeah.
0: Do, your, do your shows have uh, fans getting out of control from time to time? You guys have been a lo- around Sometimes. for a long time, yeah. yeah.
13: Sometimes, yeah.
0: Yeah. What's yeah. the What's the nuttiest thing you've seen from the stage? We had. Uh... In Toronto
12: a couple years ago, we had fans throwing metal stools off the balcony into the crowd. That was probably- wow, that, that, that,
13: that's I dangerous. Know, that yeah. was like a kind of a one-time thing. Was, yeah. it, that, was that it, doesn't doesn't it was it metal stool night as part of the promotion? Time. Yeah. <laughs> we had one guy uh, stage dive, wanted to knock himself out oh. on, the, on the ground. He staved staved eyes. Stage dived and his friends didn't catch him. Wow! <laughs> and all you saw afterward was his
6: friends carrying him out of the bar.
1: That
13: oh was God. really limp. I don't care how many oh, times
2: man. I see that the stage dive where no one grabs you. Uh, it's the funniest thing I, on earth. I thought it was yeah.
13: hilarious.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brett, have you have you ever had to stop the band because
13: something's happened? Fights all the time. No kidding. Yeah, like we we don't really like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah.
2: It's, it screws up the show.
13: Yeah. yeah. You don't don't need that. We got a lot of, like, you know, pretty heavy songs, but they're all love songs, so it doesn't really make sense for people to get all horned up and want to punch each other.
0: Right, exactly. You may want to stop and say, hey, do you know the song? It's about big pupils. There's no need to fight. We we need to come together. Just touch each other. Yeah, right.
2: There are people out there accepting too much light into their eyes.
6: Uh (laughs)
0: Uh, so you guys are in the middle of a tour, obviously. Uh, you're, you're stopping by Philly. It's become a regular haunt for you. I mean, you yeah. played here a number of times. Mm-hmm. Um, you getting a good uh, feedback from the fans when you when you meet them personally?
13: Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. We well, have a number of people that wanted to come here in the studio and see you guys this morning. Home. So they were excited about the fact that
3: you were here.
13: We got our buddy Danny here, and we kind of hang out with all the. His local buddies when we come here, and he brings like seventy people himself.
3: And it's all Delco, by the way. Oh, it's These
6: all are Delco, all
13: oh,
3: Delco people. Yeah, yeah.
13: Before the show, we walk around and they just yell at each other. Yeah, all all, all night, even when they're talking about normal things. Right. I
6: just,
10: just, <laughs> smoke, I'm a smoke. <laughs> I, don't,
13: I don't necessarily know how to do it.
10: It's a part, it's a
13: part it's
0: of a the... It's Philly thing. Yeah, well, it's a Delaware County yeah. thing, which is... Yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's Your vision's
9: being skewed.
0: Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Just think of Toronto.
13: I love it. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, well, can we get another song out of you guys? Sure. What are we going to hear this time? Uh,
13: we're going to play Shotgun. Yeah! I'm going to scream it. All right, <laughs> it is uh, Glorious Sons on
0: MMR. Here we go.
13: My medicine 24 years in the gutter again. I'm losing it. I'm losing it. Everybody's acting like they're all all alright. I can barely get myself to sleep at night. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Yeah,
10: it's in the tax man. I lost my job and you got hooked on. You got hooked on oxy They shut the lights off, they took the car in I bought a side-off shotgun Rather be
13: crazy than to take these pills Sick of being okay against my will I'm losing it I'm losing it Ain't a thing in this world that I'm gonna miss It's all fake smiles and leather jackets We'll full of it we're foolish I don't know who to trust Yeah, they
10: sent the tax man I lost my job. You got hooked on oxycodone. They shut the lights off They took the co-
0: Yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> glorious sons on 93.3 WMMR sawed off shotgun Brett thanks for doing that this early in the morning oh, I know how yeah, hard it's got to be for singers to really go
2: for nah, it like that
13: Freaking easy, man. It's freaking easy. Never let them you <laughs> them.
2: If only every concert could be at this time, you'd be golden. Yes, yes, yes.
13: Exactly. Beautiful.
0: <laughs> I got a text from somebody that says in Sawed Off Shotgun, me and my wife always say hooked on avocados. That industry needs help. Hey, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, I uh, read that in December you guys were posting some uh, little cryptic videos that imply you may be in the middle of making another album and you truth to that any details on that
13: uh we're pretty much always in the middle of making another album yeah okay yeah are you you creating
2: uh, i hear different bands say different things when you're out performing and out touring it's uh it's too difficult it's too hectic to uh to get the time to actually work on new music and others say it's actually exactly what they need to to be inspired what is it what does it work for you
13: uh well, it's kind of just about when the inspiration hits. Yeah. Right, right now I'm pretty dried up. My right. brain is kind of <laughs> like Depends an old me. avocado.
4: An <laughs> 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 old shriveled up avocado. It happens
2: to the best of us. Yeah. Is there any?
4: Is there a place where you can go, like physically or mentally, to get into an inspiration zone, or is it just like random? And you're on the bus and it hits you, or you know you wake up at six in the morning and
12: it hits you, or is Depends it just on how big your pupils are? Really? <laughs> <Right>? yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
6: That's
13: true. Um, I can pretty much write anywhere. I. I'm good at just finding a bathroom or a parking lot or do you, a dumpster. Is a dumpster.
2: <laughs> will you record into, uh, like,
0: your phone? Will you yeah. sing hum, hum, hum a tune? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Because there are some people who who will be like, okay, it's time
13: to sit down and write. Yeah, and I then, know. I don't, I don't want to be like that, to be honest.
0: <laughs> right, yeah. That's got to be – how do you force yourself to uh,
13: I, I be th- creative? I think it's important to force yourself to write every day, but I can't do the whole, like, planned out uh, – you know i'm I'm going to work on something for two hours, now. yeah, like it's a homework assignment, <laughs> yeah, it's just weird, yeah, okay.
2: the best stuff is always going to come when you are inspired to to create it, but it, yeah. but i I agree, you know even just like when you write or write comedy or write anything of that nature you know, keep the muscle
13: working, but uh, you'll know when it's the right thing. Once you get obsessed with something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what happens to me. I'll just start walking around and talking to myself. That makes sense. Start running into walls. (laughs) and (laughs) Throwing avocados. (laughs) Green stuff all
6: over the
0: house. (laughs) Well, listen, we appreciate you guys coming in this morning. Uh, We're happy you're back in Philly. You got a a, a big fan base here, Uh, and we'll see you when you come back in again another time. Thanks for having us. Thank you to Brett, Jay, Chris, and Adam, who's been over here. Gloria 93 93.3 WMMR. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a
1: moment. Make sure you stay close. It wouldn't be the end of the year without a year-end countdown. It says so here in the Radio for Dummies handbook. And who's WMMR to buck tradition? Announcing the top 25 songs of 2020. Go to WMMR.com and vote for your favorite rock songs from this past year, like new music from Foo Fighters, ACDC, and newer bands like Dirty Honey. We'll tally up your votes and count them down. New Year's Eve at 7 with an encore New Year's Day at 3 p.m. MMR's top 25 of 2020 countdown from the station that can totally handle counting backwards. We think 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks.
0: A couple of websites I always uh, check out just for, you know, interesting information and and potential uh, show topics. Uh BuzzFeed's one of them. I love that website. BuzzFeed Mashable. There's some really good websites. I Check
2: out a similar one called X Hamster.
0: Oh, that's well, uh I'll have to peruse yeah. that. <laughs> that's some really think. good topic
2: starters, Preston.
0: Uh but there is one topic I thought was kind of fun that popped up recently. Uh people recently shared their weird house rules that they had when they were kids and didn't realize that they were a little bit odd until they grew oh, up okay, later. On. okay. Yeah. And some of the actually some of these are pretty good ideas if you're yeah. a parent. Uh to be honest, like um, Here's here's a pretty a good, good parent one. or abusive parent. A good, a good parent <laughs> okay. for this one. So like this this one. This is not one of the more odd ones, but it says my house had a no TV Sundays rule. Where we couldn't watch anything between the hours of six a.m. and six p.m. This rule was usually relaxed in the winter when we couldn't go outside, but even then we usually had to find something to do until it got dark out.
4: Same rule. Okay. Okay. Yes. really exact, on Sunday? On Sundays, exact same rule. Yeah, and we had a, a log of uh, the TV watching throughout the week. Steve, you would have hated every second of it, but it was uh, my dad's attempt to a limit log? The, a log of what we watched. How I would long have we killed them it. in their sleep. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, and You yeah. guys know the infamous no Tony Danza rule in my house. Yeah. But, um, well, but, that makes sense. But, but no, uh, it was a total of eight hours of TV in the week and none on Sundays during those, during daylight hours. We
9: person. weren't allowed to do after school, so there was no TV after school. It was okay. do your homework or right. go outside and play.
0: Well, wait a minute, Nick. You guys were a football family, right? What Not about football?
4: Really.
3: No, okay. No, no, okay. It, just growing Quick. up.
4: Uh, yeah, a lot of cricket. I learned the rules at <laughs> an early age. Did uh, baseball games count?
3: Because there's a lot of baseball no. that's played during the summer and
4: it, it, it would be relaxed, like, during, you know, summer vacation. Because, like, my parents inevitably do what most parents do, which is just plop the kids in front of the TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. my I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. My wife had um, uh, this uh, a rule that was very austere.
2: That's why she now watches all these cartoons as an adult, because she missed them all as a kid. Uh, they had Preston in the basement of the house. It was the one TV on a like a stand, just a makeshift stand, and the most uncomfortable chairs. Yeah, and then that's all, the whole plan was if you wanted to watch TV, they had set times. You go down and watch it.
3: They made it as unattractive as okay. possible. Yeah, I almost uh, uh, instituted a rule where on Sundays uh, during the day, up until you know America's Funniest Home Videos, you're only allowed to watch me TV. Comet or Antenna TV. Really? Uh, yeah. Just because, the, you know, it's like the old shows and it would like force me to watch those. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like. I, well, that's that, that's a preference thing. I get it.
2: Yeah. Uh, do they have things that they're I mean, it, w- honestly, they're probably watching a lot of what they watch on YouTube and stuff like that anyway.
5: Right.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: They watch so, so, a co-
3: lot of YouTube. The television
2: yeah. television rules now are sort of abstract. Right. Since most people, most kids are watching their yeah. stuff uh, that
3: way. Yeah.
0: Alright, but there's some, uh, some other ones. Uh, they don't all have to do with the uh, television, but I did like that idea. Alright, so here's a little bit of an odd one. No lying on the couch. No lying on the couch? my dad hated (laughs) any of the kids lying on the sectional couch. If anyone would lay down on it, he would immediately say, go to bed or sit up. Couches aren't for sleeping.
9: Wow. Okay.
0: (laughs) And it says, ironically, he slept on the couch for 16 years since we didn't have enough room for the nine of us. So maybe he just didn't want us on (laughs) his bed. Wow. Yeah, no lying down on the couch. You had to sit
2: on it. Not only would we lay down on the couch, we would actually, I would sit like an astronaut sits. Uh, You know, uh, I would sit with my back on the seat portion and my legs up on the wall. Right, right.
0: I remember doing that. Uh, Let's see. How about this one? It says, if we had been outside wearing open-toed shoes... We would have to wash our feet when we got back inside. I appreciate that. I still do it now as an adult. Yeah. I hate the feeling of having dirty hands and feet. Nick lives like a geisha. So yeah. That's one of the oh, rules. Man, as well. That's that's the dream right there.
2: <laughs> Nick, well, you wash your feet, right, every time you get home? In the summer. In the summer. All yeah, because right. feet are Opens disgusting. Home. Yeah,
4: it's a flip-flops and
0: nasty. All right, speaking of feet, this one says, <laughs> we couldn't go into the kitchen barefoot. It was a third-generation rule. My mom couldn't, and neither could my grandfather. He couldn't because he had dirt floors in the kitchen growing up. Oh, Oh, Jesus. So when he had kids, even though the floor was linoleum, he couldn't shake the rule. So my mom couldn't either, and now my mom has rolled the rule over to us. No bare feet in the kitchen. I thought,
2: and and obviously, you know, older folks, and and some people grew up in other countries, uh, dirt floors. I always wondered... How
0: do, you, how do you mop a dirt floor, Case? You don't. You don't? Oh, okay. yeah, you don't. You don't mop a dirt floor. No. All right, here's another one. This, is, uh, this one says, it was uh, just my sister and me, as far as kids go. Uh, we'd argued about everything. So my parents enforced the even-odd rule. Mm-hmm. My sister got to choose first since she was younger, so she chose even. So on even days, she was able to decide who sat up front or what TV show we watched. And and still to this day, I prefer odd numbers. So they would rather than wow haggle. Have you know parents play these are great ideas. Yeah. Uh, then then parents have to deal with you know being the referee all the time. All right, you get even days, you get odd days. There, done deal. Is Simple it difficult is to enforce those
3: Not if you live by it. And all If right. you have two kids, it's easier to obviously <laughs> course exactly. yeah. I have three kids, so I wouldn't be able to do that. I actually. Uh, I had uh, taught my children recently about calling shotgun, yeah, and um, and then it just became a major issue. I mean, I had my kids running out the door <laughs> the competition with, with their yeah. shoes in their hands. <laughs> shotgun. I mean they're in their in the driveway yeah. in their underwear just so they could call shotgun and it just it became so bothersome that I said, you know what? Never no. I I am gonna decide who yeah. gets to sit. Or else I'm gonna go get a shotgun. Yeah.
0: Actually there is a I think there is yeah, the assigned seat. Here we go, Casey. This could fix that problem. We had assigned seats for specific days in my mom's van. There are three of us, so the front seat was always the one that we would fight over. Saturdays and Tuesdays were my day for the front seat. Oh, man. So they had specific days. Wow. <laughs> where okay. you could sit that's, in the
2: front seat. That's lucky. Growing up, we... we... Why not
0: think of that? You know, yeah. we would have
2: loved to have sat inside the car proper. We were always in the trunk. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, but listen, it was okay.
6: Yeah.
3: Okay. So I got two, I got three kids. Yep. <laughs> I don't have two. I have three kids. So I could give them each two days <laughs> and then we could have like shotgun Sundays. So yeah, yeah, all, yeah,
9: yeah, yeah. Done deal.
3: Okay. Yeah,
9: l- we were all shotgun. And yeah. it was, if my brother got it 19 times out of 20, oh well.
2: My <laughs> seat was
3: always rear uh, right. Right. Okay. In the back seat, right Rear seat. Rear
0: passenger side?
3: Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Did you guys, we had to sign seats at the dinner table. I'm sure you guys all had that, yeah, right?
0: Yeah. It, it, it just, uh, it wasn't um, mandated. <laughs> it just ended up that
3: way. My brother, my older brother had to be uh, more than an arm's length away from me because uh, he would often hit me, you know, just because of the way I ate. And...
2: I remember the eating <laughs> pattern. Yeah. Because we were <laughs> up, up a level in, inside of the, the yeah. uh, TV in the den. Yes. So my, yeah, it was my dad, my mom. Me, my younger brother, and then there was no, nobody at the end of the table not to block the side of the television.
3: So it's funny because my uh, my little brother and I sat next to each other. My dad sat at one head of the table, I sat at the other head of the table, and then my little brother sat next to me to my left. And still to this day, when we go out to dinner as a family, we always sit next to yeah, each so other. Really? That's funny. Yes. Yeah, yeah. position's locked in. We just ate out, um, you know, uh, just after New Year's together, and... He and I weren't sitting next to each other, and I looked, I'm like, dude, why, why'd you sit over there? Like, you're supposed to sit next to me. Yeah. You're my dinner buddy. You're <laughs> my um, <laughs> dinner buddy. So,
0: we're going into uh, weird house rules that you grew up with. Here's one that says, if any, as the text that came in, said, if anybody, any one of my four siblings or myself would fart at the kitchen table, our dad would make us go to the bathroom. I wonder why. I don't know.
3: Surprisingly, that was the one place we weren't allowed to fart. The kitchen the, table? The, yeah, oh my the dinner God. Dinner. Yeah, that's yeah. It, 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 listen, we would light our farts at the kitchen <laughs> table. Did you guys have safety? Did you play safety? Uh, the safety didn't exist until much later on in life. Okay, uh, we did it, it as kids. Yeah, no, it, it probably didn't happen until, I think, college.
0: I remember one of the weird uh, house rules, which was uh, never, ever, ever run the um, garbage disposal without the water. Running at the same oh, time, sure. oh yeah, because it'll overheat and explode. Well, the, exactly. <laughs> yes. yes, I always was led to believe the
4: house would catch
0: on fire. Uh-huh. Are yeah. you
4: kidding? If you ran it <laughs> yeah. without uh, running water, I, in to it. this day, still do that. Me, yeah, me too. too. Just out of habit. I yeah. do. Yeah. Is that
9: true? I don't even know. No, not at all. No. I, we didn't even grow up with a garbage disposal, <laughs> so somebody I don't the know where gar- I got that from. The, the water is simply to
0: move the debris through, right? No Steve, It's going to explode. Well, well, yeah, no, it's, it's to wash the the debris yeah. down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I was led to believe that if You left it running. If you turned off the water and left it running for like more than a minute, Uh you're going to burn the house down. We had another disposal explosion. (laughs) Yeah,
2: exactly.
3: He wasn't
10: running the water.
3: (laughs) Your children ever throw popcorn kernels down the garbage disposal? Why? Because it doesn't chop up. They're kernels. So what the garbage disposal does is it just shoots them back out the uh That's kind of fun.
14: Yeah. Did
3: you have that rule? We we
2: were never allowed to microwave bullets.
3: Oh, oh yeah. man. I'm Dude. like, come on. You know what you're missing out on. My <laughs> daughter yesterday microwaved ramen noodles, and uh, she's like, Dad, is it done yet? And I'm like, no, it's you know, 30 seconds. I'm like, what is burning? Oh, no, no she, didn't put, she in. didn't put water She didn't put water yeah. <laughs> I showed you a picture. Caroline did it one time with uh, uh,
0: macaroni and cheese, crab macaroni and cheese, and it was—it looked like a modern art sculpture yeah. when it was done. <laughs> My God, this is beautiful. It was. Uh, let me go to Frank. Hey, Frank. Good morning. Sorry, a little con-con-cunk. Yeah, <laughs> not what? a bad Nell. Not bad. All right, Frank. What's the uh, the strange uh, house rule?
7: So there was a kid in our neighborhood when, you know, we were real young and he had like the cool house, you know, but it was kind of small. Only one bathroom. His dad worked from like two to three or sorry, his dad would get home from break at two to three o'clock and he would come home from work to take a dump (laughs) to go back to work. So from two to three o'clock, if you were over their house. You could
4: not use the bathroom. Wow. <laughs> wow! That's kind of, I respect that. Yeah. You know? Man wanted
2: to take a dump yeah. in his own home. But did they just have well, one got, bathroom? Yeah, they had
7: one bathroom. Oh. And it got crazier. If you thought, oh, loophole, I'll just go back to my house, then the stepmom was like, no, you can't come back.
2: So if what? you left the house to go home to go to the bathroom, you couldn't come back. And what was so, that predicated on?
7: I, I don't know. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess you didn't want a bunch of kids being like two o'clock. We'll be back. Yeah, see you tomorrow.
0: All right, interesting. Say Thanks. hi to your dad when he comes over for his dump break. <laughs> Never heard that one. Uh, let me go to Dave. Hey, Dave. Good morning.
15: Hey, good morning, gang. Hey, what's up, bud? Yeah, we had like 110 billion house rules.
0: <laughs> <laughs> 110 okay. billion.
15: 110 billion. No, the the house rule that we had was that every night, seven nights a week, eight o'clock on the dot. My father would pick up his newspaper. He'd go into the kitchen. He would make twelve peanut butter crackers and have a beer. And you did not go into that kitchen unless you were on fire.
0: (laughs) So, and it was it was it was sad that Dad has his peanut butter cracker and beer time, and don't don't disturb him. It was just because he wanted to be alone.
15: We we had to be. He wanted to read his newspaper. He wanted to take the beer, and he didn't want to be bothered.
2: What do you see
15: in front of me? (laughs) (laughs) There are nine crackers. I'm not and I done.
6: <laughs> and if you walk into the kitchen,
15: you got immediately on his S list and you stayed there for until he felt like taking you off.
2: Yeah, wow. I, okay. there's some things like that. My uh my uh, in laws uh, would uh they had their they would just split a beer. That was their their thing at night. At the, uh, it, my wife would talk tell the story. That was their time to talk and interact. They had nine kids, so oh, they had a lot of time. Yeah, you know, surprised they weren't drinking nine beers a night. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So,
0: but uh, the, and that was the ritual you did not have with. All right. Hang on. Let me go to Sean. Hi, Sean. Good morning. Hello. Hey, bud. So you had a house rule, a weird house rule, growing up? Yeah.
15: Uh, when I was a kid, me and my brother and my sister was food.
5: We went up at the dinner table. No matter how late it got. So
0: say say that again. Vomited. You were breaking up. What would
5: happen? We had to eat all our food before we left the table. Okay. All of it. Clean up plate. Out no, all the food in the house. <laughs> Bru- yeah, Brussels sprouts out <laughs> and spinach. We wow. We needed it so much. Even if we vomited it up, we'd have to eat it. No. Wow. Yeah. So
3: okay. I, I very, very similar. My mom, Thanks. you know, it was like, nope, you're going to sit here. And, you know, if uh, you, you sit here all night, then you're going to sit here all night. And, uh, and for that reason, like, I, I was, you know, with like, if my son, he was a very, very picky eater, I, I didn't, you know, I'm like, I understand it. Like, you don't like it. I'm not going to make you eat something that you don't like. See, because sometimes it can have the opposite effect. I did this, so you have to do that. You yeah. know what I
0: mean? So it's interesting that you were able to say, I, no, I I'm not going to make around. you do that.
2: Maybe that scene in uh, Mommy Dearest where uh, the, the uh, Christina, the, the kid is refusing to eat, so they, they wrap it up, and then they serve it to her for breakfast. Yeah. She refuses to eat, they wrap it up, they serve it to her for lunch, They re- at the same plate, Whew. and they just keep doing it until it's... Oh. <laughs> well, that's child abuse, isn't it? Uh, well,
6: would we, we, say so. That's why
0: we know uh, Joan Crawford, to be a wonderful mother. hmm mm-hmm. uh, How about this? It says, uh, this odd uh, house rule was, if we wanted a friend to stay for dinner... Or to have a sleepover, we were not allowed to ask in front of that friend, oh, or it yeah. was an automatic no. no right, yeah. right, right, My because mother hated being put on the spot, mm-hmm. so that was her solution, and she said it definitely worked.
3: Okay. Yeah, and don't do it, like, like, my kid does it at the very, very last minute. It's like, dude, you know, you had all day to come up with these plans. Oh, Excuse I know. Me, yeah. Give me $100. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, you can
2: stay, but you're going to have to listen to this timeshare <laughs> and so ladies and gentlemen thank you for coming there's a playground in town that I really want you to check out yeah.
0: uh, here's another one it Says uh, my family was had always blasted music and cleaned the house on Saturday mornings and my sister and I got so used to it that when we lived together in college we would still blast music and clean our apartment on Saturday mornings that's just annoying
3: Yeah.
4: no that's great I love that blasting music on a Saturday morning in college
3: um no, I just blessing, music, and cleaning. I, uh, not yeah, but if somebody did that in my day. dorm,
4: I would <laughs> destroy them.
0: Uh, here's another one. Every kid in the family had an assigned color to help keep track of what belonged to who.
2: Oh,
4: my
0: God. <laughs> so it that says, never worked. my color was red. My toothbrush was red. My towel was red. I only oh, wow. I was only allowed to drink out of the red cups and eat off the red plates. Yeah. My stuff was stored in red bins, etc. My sister's color was yellow, so all her stuff was yellow. While other families didn't do this, it really did help us keep things organized and avoid arguments.
2: I used to eat my mother's uh, birth control pills. (laughs) Wow,
9: Jace's has twin friends, two boys, and their parents do that. One is blue, and one is green.
3: Yeah, okay. I tried to do that. I I bought, I went and bought uh, a red, uh, white, and black plate uh, uh, and bowl, and I tried to do that with my children. We're colorblind. (laughs) <laughs> uh, it lasted for about two weeks. You know, the really the the the, the key there is to the follow up on the parents. Oh yeah. my God, yes.
0: Yeah, I mean, it,
3: it's, oh, it's my critical.
0: God. Mm-hmm. Michelle and I every year we institute some rules, <laughs> and then two weeks later they're gone. Yes. We, we sit them down and we have this. All right. Yes. Here's how it's going to be. And I've written it out in this presentation for you here, which we're going to post <laughs> yeah. in the kitchen for everyone to see. Color-coded. <laughs> all that stuff. And we never, ever, ever follow through on it. It's a lot of work. Let me ask It's you, our fault. Let me right. ask you. It's uh, our fault.
2: When it would happen with my parents and they would institute something, when it began to infringe upon their, like, I it, have yeah. like, ah, this. I know. Uh, enough. I know. I got to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Did you do it? You didn't do stuff. I'm going nah, to nah, nah, right. we'll you, do it. You'll, you'll grow up and be stupid, but that's yeah. okay.
3: Listen, yeah. I you know basically had a rule. I adopted for my brother, which was, if all right, if you're going to join an athletic team, if you're going to play a sport, you have to see it all the way through. You're not allowed to quit in the middle of the season. You've made a commitment to yourself and to your team, blah, blah, blah. Well, last year, my son decided to play lacrosse on top of, like, baseball play and track and you know and he didn't want to play anymore and i was like good i don't feel like i don't <laughs> feel like tra- driving you to practice and uh-huh. hey, hey, is there
2: anything else you want to quit yeah, yeah quitters <laughs> are winners buddy yeah let me tell you why this is a dead end this particular sport <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes quitting while you're ahead and quitting are two different things right in fact quit while you're behind right quit while you're thinking of joining <laughs> Let me go next to uh, Leanna. Hi, Leanna. Hi. Hi, what's up?
16: Hi. I just wanted to talk about a weird rule that was set up in my uh, fiance's family. Okay. Um, So they have a boat, and every year we dock it at a marina, and uh, his father always sits us down and says, All right, guys, some rules and, you know, boat rules. Oh, okay, that's cool. Rule number one, no number two.
2: You could not poop on the boat?
16: Correct.
2: You no. did, didn't they have a, a, a porta Uh
16: They do, but it's you have to get out of the boat and go to the marina and go into a hotel building and use.
2: What, what if you're out at, uh, at sea? What if you're out on the water?
16: We we wouldn't go out for a really long time. So <laughs> just had to hold it.
2: Wow. Well, that makes it unpleasant.
16: <laughs>
2: I mean, geez. geez that, well, that's uh, listen. Those are first, clearly first word, first world problems. <laughs> but, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go into the yacht house. Thank you, Leanna. <laughs>
0: Uh, uh, so here's a uh, Marissa found a bunch of the, the text messages that are coming through. Here's one says, uh, I had to eat fruit over the sink.
6: Okay.
0: What? Uh, it became kind of a messy food. To this day, I can't eat a ripe peach without a sink around.
6: That's oh funny. Oh, God. <laughs> so
0: that was a rule. If you're going to eat fruit, you got to do it over the sink. Eat it Um, over the shank or I'll hit you. Here's one that says, my dad was a GI doctor, so Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we had to have four grams of fiber with breakfast. (laughs) Then on Tuesday and Thursdays, we could load up with sugar cereals and Pop-Tarts.
5: Oh, my God, that's funny.
0: Here's another weird house rule. Me and my two sisters always had to feed our pets before we could sit down and eat dinner, and I still do it to this day. I like that rule. That's not a bad rule. Yeah. Uh, here's another one that says, uh, we would get punished if we got water on the ledge around the sink and didn't wipe it off. Uh, how about this one? No singing at the dinner table. Ah, huh, that sucks. That's no fun. Uh, here's Our one. rule was
2: no talking at the dinner
0: table. <laughs> here's another one that says, I wasn't allowed to shower when I was at home alone just in case I slipped. To this d- day, I still wait for my wife to get home before I shower. Wow.
6: Man, that
0: yep. stuff can stick. Mm-hmm. And this one, how about this? We couldn't use the front door. That was for guests. We had to go in through the garage. <laughs> like, you're not allowed to use the front door. Well, we ge- Most people generally use don't use the front door always to go in. I mean, there's either a back door or a garage door or something like did that. Did you have rooms you were discouraged from using as a kid? Um, Yeah, there was a formal living room that... You didn't want to go in there we anyway.
2: We made our way into everything. In fact, when you told us, this is a room you should probably not go into, we, we would go into. Yeah. We were up in the attic. We were up on the roof. Yeah. It's a wonder my pa- my father didn't at some point come in with a pillow and hold it over my face.
9: <laughs> yeah, we went, we went in yeah. every room. Uh, we were the house where, like, you were allowed to jump on the couches. Kids were allowed to, you know, play hide-and-seek, set up forts. We
2: used to sit there. and We had heat heat registers that came up from through the floor. You know, the heat would pour out, you know. And uh, and so we'd take our blankets and hold our, our legs, you know, to sort of tuck them in, and the blanket would fill up with hot air <laughs> yes. as the house temperature was dropping dramatically because uh-huh. we were closing off those vents. I love it. Uh, we
0: were terrors. I'm going to go to Chris. Hey, Chris, good morning. Hey, what's up, gang? Yo, bud, talking about weird uh, family rules.
17: Yeah, so we had a lot of the, the ones that
3: you guys are talking about growing up. Um, but the one strange one that I remember growing up,
5: I, I'm the youngest of four brothers. We all wrestled as kids, you know, throughout high school and in college and uh, even younger than that. But I remember growing up, laying around the house, my dad wouldn't let us lay on our back. Get off your back, he would yell. Get Walking
3: off your back. Is that so you wouldn't get pinned in wrestling? Yeah, just so you wouldn't have it in your mind. You know, you wouldn't get used to being on your back. Seriously? through the house, laying around watching TV. Get off your back.
2: Wow, that is really weird. Get off yeah, your back.
3: Yep, yep. And, uh, yeah, let me show you back. how to
2: do doggy style. And how has this <laughs> affected you
14: to this day? To this day, I can't, I'm not comfortable on my back. No kidding. Nope. And could, he, you, uh, hey, could you imagine a kid looking up at a, a parent?
0: What's that about? Yeah.
14: Yeah, I just, you don't want to be on your back. Don't get used to it.
0: <laughs> That's all right. That's a little extreme for sports, but you know, whatever. Don't
2: get on your back.
0: Don't get used to it. Um, so apparently there's a bunch of them. here's uh here's another one that says we weren't allowed to watch Pokemon or Star Wars. Uh we were a highly religious family, and I think all of us went through a phase of believing Pokemon and or Star Wars were evil. <laughs> Based on the fact that we weren't allowed to watch them, my mom didn't find out about that until we were older. She found it was pretty hilarious because it turns out she just didn't like those shows. Oh, yeah. Get <laughs> out! And they thought it was part it's, of the religion, it's like the Tony Danza thing.
9: We weren't allowed to watch MTV. Okay, ever
0: because of the nature of the programming, yeah,
9: the, con- yeah, the content, the okay. I guess the videos, and uh, yeah, and I remember Did my suggestive, uh, probably, yeah, huh. probably, yeah.
0: All right. The right said Fred video. And then one last one and we gotta take a break. It says here we weren't allowed to do anything involving water during a thunderstorm, showers, dishes, laundry, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. Because of the lightning. My mom and dad's explanation sounded pretty solid when I was a kid. Basically they said that if lightning ever struck the house, it would travel through the pipes and shock you through the water. I'm now 28, and it still feels like I'm tempting fate whenever I shower or do dishes during a storm.
3: Isn't that true, though? Is it, that not true? Is that true? <laughs> uh,
2: that's one of those ones that sticks. case I have the same question. Yeah. Is there any any bit of legitimacy to that notion of water conducting? It, it does I conduct don't know. electricity.
4: No, it, it does not conduct electricity. It makes you more susceptible to getting shocked. Yeah. So water is a terrible conductor. Um, oh, it will disperse. Yeah, but yeah. It, like, it's one of those things like uh, you know, you're know, you safe in your car because of the rubber and the tires. That has nothing to do with it. I actually. guess I'm thinking of the pipes. Yeah, if yeah. lightning can travel as far as it does and be as powerful as it is, it's going to be able to travel the, the half an inch that the tire protects you. It's the frame of the car. That right,
2: because like in lightning, I've seen lightning. I've been next to lightning strikes in water, which is pretty wild. Right. And it immediately, pfft.
0: yeah. yeah. But it the just, water itself flows. is in the conductor. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and I figure, listen, man, if lightning is going to hit the house. You're effed. Yeah, so anyway, uh, that was their rule. So thank you for sharing. We
8: appreciate it. We'll take a break. Stay with us, please. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR.
0: The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant. Krista, she's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring—a bright white, high-quality round brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under seven hundred dollars. Online at i or at the other corner of Eighth and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's i hate
8: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now,
1: WMMR presents (laughs) Preston and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre Final. All
0: right, here's a story I was telling you about. A birthday weekend threesome came to an abrupt end on Friday when the 19-year-old celebrant... Pulled a male acquaintance, quote, off the other woman by his genitals and threw him on the floor of a La Quinta Inn hotel room. So this is a threesome gone wrong. Uh Uh-huh. And she she threw him around by his genitals. Responding to a 911 hang-up call from the hotel, cops spoke with the birthday girl who said that she had invited a 19-year-old male friend to spend the weekend with her in Myrtle Beach. A woman named Mary Jane told police that her friend, uh, Yahim, had arrived. It's either Yahim or Jahim, but I'm going to go with Yahim. In Myrtle Beach, before her, and he had been, quote, spending time with another woman before she got there. Uh, The report notes it's that's when, uh, that's what started the whole argument. Yahim told officers that he and Mary Jane agreed to have sexual relations with the other woman, Mary Jane, however, did tell cops that the second woman had a pistol in her handbag. During the course of the relations, Yahim said Mary Jane pulled him off the other woman by his genitals and threw him to the floor. Wow, man. During a physical... How do you even do that? A physical confrontation that followed, Yahim said he kicked Mary Jane, causing her to fall. Mary Jane and Yahim then both got dressed and left the room. Mary Jane, cops said, grabbed a bottle of liquor and smashed it on the ground outside of the hotel and then sought to call 911. Yahim responded by taking her phone and leaving the area. Mary Jane reported suffering injuries to her forehead, pinky finger, and pinky toe during the scrum. <laughs>
6: Oh. Uh, My no. pinky.
0: <laughs> the uh, report does not address whether Yahim was injured by the genital yanking. No charges were filed against either Mary Jane or Yahim, and everyone left on their own. recognizance. I think, think we go ahead, Kathy.
9: No, I think this happens more than we would ever know. Okay.
0: people yanked up by their genitals
9: and well, thrown against the wall. There's, there's. When you're a swinger, there's rules that need to be followed, and if you don't follow them, it's like, although seems odd to us, yeah, uh, is not to them.
2: Maybe, yep. in fact, it's more advanced, mm-hmm. and we just don't realize it.
0: Here's another story. Four neo-Nazi diehards are facing jail for being active members of a banned terrorist group called National Action. Uh, Alice Cutter and her former partner Mark Jones appeared at Birmingham Court in England, along with Gary Jack and Connor Skother. Now, uh, I bring this up for a particular reason. Uh, the extreme right-wing group whose members have been described as diehards ...was banned after a series of rallies and incidents. And here's why I bring it up. Cutter, a former Miss Hitler beauty pageant contestant... Man! ...and Jones... Do they still have that in Atlantic City? ...as well as Jack and Scothern were all convicted of having membership of a terrorist group. The 23-year-old girl who entered the beauty contest as Miss Buchenwald... ...a reference to the Second World War concentration camp has denied being a member despite attending the group's rallies in which banners reading Hitler was white, right, were raised and the fact that she was in the Miss Hitler beauty contest. Wow! Jurors were also shown messages in which she joked about gassing synagogues and using Jews' heads as football. What was her uh, talent during the show, Preston? Oh, uh, Steve, I didn't see that part of it. I, I wish I knew. But
10: now I show you how to pack a bag.
0: Uh, The four (laughs) will be sentenced on Tuesday.
2: Miss Buchenwald!
0: An unconscious Canadian man was discovered in the Detroit River with 265 pounds of suspected marijuana connected to him with a toe strap. 265 pounds? Yeah, and he was unconscious when they found him. Uh, The capture by Border Patrol agents occurred early on June 5th near a small island known as Caleron Island. It's the latest twist in the case that began when Glenn Mousseau was arrested while driving a U-Haul truck with $97,000. Mousseau previously told authorities that he had used a submersible to ferry drugs and cash between Michigan and Ontario. Uh, he had agreed to stay at a hotel while well, the investigation continued, but federal agents said that he disappeared on May 22nd, leaving behind five phones, a laptop, and a suit used by divers. Those,
2: uh, those like, personal subs, uh, they're used
0: quite a lot. And yeah.
2: sometimes they'll build their own, which doesn't always work out well.
0: He reemerged on June 5th when Border Patrol agents pursuing a boat discovered him in the river with packages of marijuana tethered to him. Uh, I can explain! Next court <laughs> date is coming up next week. And then one last story. Uh, You might recall when Elon Musk released special edition flamethrowers through his boring company back in 2018. I do. I wanted one. Well, now one has been seized by Massachusetts police. Springfield police said they found a weapon during a traffic stop early Sunday morning. They say that the car was pulled over after they saw a passenger standing up and recording video through the sunroof and noticed that the vehicle didn't have an up-to-date inspection sticker. They also saw what appeared to be a firearm under the front passenger seat, but upon closer inspections... They saw that it was a flamethrower that the driver said belonged to him. Uh, They say they also found three canisters of fuel and charged the owner with carrying a dangerous weapon with an active warrant and possession of an an infernal machine, by the way, is what they call it. Yeah, it's probably a good classification. And there you go. That's what I have in the uh, bizarre file for you this morning. All right, let's take a break. Come back in a second. We'll get to uh, the Lesson Question Trash and Music News. Stay with us.
11: It's not like we need to say this, but we're going to do it anyway. 2020 pretty much sucked big, dirty, hairy moose balls. But if you really think about it, there were some good things, like when you and the MMR family pulled together for Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger, helping feed so many of our neighbors in need. Then there was the MMR Saturday Night Concert Series to help remind us how much we love live music. You came out and safely donated over 600 pints of blood. And you joined us as we presented the Live In at the Drive-In concert series with the Struts, Bert Kreischer, and others. All in all, Philadelphians did what we always do, kept our heads on straight and worked through it to see the light at the end of the tunnel that's not an oncoming train. Thank you for hanging through 2020 with us. And here's to a better 2021 from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
0: Casey shared a story with us uh, over the, I guess, occurred over the weekend. Or it's magical. It was interesting. Oh, and it was great. And, and he ended up with an unintended audience <laughs> <laughs> while he was coping with something you want to share.
3: Yeah, it's just <laughs> one of those things where you're like, all right, I hope nobody's around. Okay. Oh, good. Nobody's around. I can yeah. take care of this. Right. And then, slowly but shortly, people just start showing up. I'm trying to think. There was, like, a movie that reminds me well, of Well, it's
0: like it. The Leg Lamp.
2: That's exactly yeah. what I thought of, Preston. Yeah. They, yeah. Much to the mother's <laughs> chagrin, uh-huh. the neighbors start congregating in front of the house, and it's the last. She thought, okay, maybe they can just. Be turned on. He can go out and look at it for a few seconds, and it'll be
3: over. And before you know it, there's a whole audience out there. You say
0: yeah. you won that thing? Yeah. <laughs>
3: Hell, yeah. you won that. And, I, and honestly, this is exactly how it happened. My wife is probably mortified that I'm even going to talk about this. But listen, we didn't do anything wrong. No, uh, you did I, everything right. I don't want the setup to be that long. But uh, bottom line is uh, we were, I was down the shore, and the middle hallway bathroom, the, the toilet wasn't flushing. And so I'm plunging it, and nothing's working. And it's, you know, I probably plunged it a half a dozen times. Right. And, you know, luckily, the stuff that was in the toilet eventually made its way out of the bowl, and, and it had disappeared, <laughs> but it clearly wasn't flushing. Right. And it had gotten to the point where I'm like, you know, I just, I want to go to the beach. I'll take care of this when I get back, right? So I get back a few hours later, so now it's the evening time, Um and I actually had f- forgotten about it. And now the the, uh, the other bathroom, something started gurgling and it made me remember, oh, there was something wrong with the with the hallway bathroom. So my, there's a chain reaction. There's to a it. chain, yeah, chain there's reaction. A and then I'm thinking, oh, no. Okay. Okay. So something happened last year that reminded me of this. Now, I don't know if this is, you know, the case for all of Wildwood or all of the beach towns, but there is um, there's a pipe out in front of my house that comes up through the sidewalk
0: I have one in my front yard okay
3: yeah, our, our entire neighborhood and places. that's yeah. where the pudding comes out yeah. <laughs> so the the pipe has um, you know this thing you, you need a big old you know wrench to, to yep. open the the valve on yeah. the pipe and so when I go out there with the giant wrench I, I can see that there's some some waters coming up from that pipe and I'm like okay uh, because at the top of the pipe there's a little bit of a crack right <sighs> I get the wrench, I take off the lid of this thing, and, I mean, the second the lid comes completely off, uh,
10: oh God. God.
3: Okay. everything that had been building up in those pipes starts coming up onto the sidewalk. Oh, my God. I mean...
0: What was in it?
3: Everything that you wouldn't want to be in. Jelly beans. <laughs> oh, my
0: Jelly God. Jelly beans. Oh,
3: my God. Jelly beans and gumballs and, and gummy worms. Yeah. yeah, it was great. It was toilet paper and turds. Fecal matter, oh like my god! Like straight up, ter- and it's just, uh, and it's all uh-huh. coming up onto the sidewalk, and and it's really close to also the curb. So now it's all and sp- that kid's lemonade stand, and, <laughs> and now it's spilling off into the street. And I'm oh. like, oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't have this stuff going down. Yeah. So then I, I really? like, boom, I run into the into the driveway, and I grab. I didn't even know what I was like. I need to grab something to stop it. You know, to damn what was going, because I just. What was already flowing. What okay. was already flowing. Yeah. So I I just grab a box, you know, and I, I go grab a, and luckily there's nobody there. My daughter's with me. Uh, my wife was gone at this point. My daughter's with me, and so I, I grab the box, and I, and I damn what's going on, and I'm like, okay, uh, I, I'm. I don't even we know need what to do. So somebody said the house yeah, was yeah, locked. Yeah. You call the real estate agent. Um. So the stuff and and so eventually that stops. But I know it's not done. Mm-hmm. So I, I grab this plunger out of the house and I start plunging. And again, I'm still the you're same. by yourself at this. Still, it's just me and my daughter. Right. Okay. This is great. It's a good you know? daddy daughter time. It's a bond. little embarrassing what's going on right now. You right. know, it's you know. It's a, it's a, yeah. They're things. Private things.
4: private things that are yeah. coming out of the,
3: you know. That came out of your ass.
4: Yeah. So. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, real quick. Is it? Do you think it could be other houses contributing to the same
3: line? No. It, okay. No, this is my line. Okay. Uh, so this is all my stuff. Oh, God. Okay. All right. And this is me, this, all this stuff belongs to me and my family. Are you uh, sure? Yes. Yeah, because every house has. They sign this. everything. Every house has these, these lines that go out to the main uh, sewer. Yep. And so. Uh, you know, Kathy, you you say, "Am I sure?" I'm like ninety five percent sure now right. that you asked that question. But regardless, I mean, you showed us the pictures. I'm embarrassed, and I'm by myself. All right, but slowly but surely, <laughs> neighbors start coming out. Oh of no! Course. You say you won that?
6: So, <laughs>
3: now, my my next door neighbor Joe is like the best neighbor to ever have because he has every single tool, yeah. and he only wants to help. It's just the type of guy he is. He's okay. like anything I have to do. He goes, "Yeah, well, we'll do this. We'll we." Will. I'm like, "You don't have to. This is my house. Like, you don't have to." You know. Is he the guy that used to be the chief of police? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. So he's he's a, a kind of a guy who helps out. But even even with the greatest, you know, the, the generosity of spirit, this is something you just don't want to
3: have help with. So Joe is the first person that comes out, and that's no surprise because right. Joe is just there. So Joe's walking across the street, and I go, um, I go, hey, Joe, I'm like, hey, you got, um, you wouldn't happen to have, like, like yellow kitchen gloves or something like that, would you, you know? I'm like,
6: they something. It must be yellow. need to I be look yellow. Look
9: yellow. <laughs> well, you know, the, the, they, I can't use the purple ones or the blue ones. Do you have something? Yellow. Something
3: elbow length. It's... I want to look like Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> and,
9: Yellow's my favorite color.
3: <laughs> I do love yellow, but green's my favorite color. Okay, kinda. okay. Um, okay. But yellow, just because I needed, like, heavy-duty rubber gloves. Yes. And I say... And it, pearls. <laughs> and pearls. <laughs> and I said... I go, just... Check
9: your wife's jewelry box. And
3: whatever you have, I'm like, just make sure that you don't want them back, because I'm going to throw them away when I'm done with them. So yeah. I'm asking Joe this, because yeah. Joe's the only one there. Yeah. Well, then I hear, like...
10: I have uh, some... I have some gloves. I have some gloves. I'm Do you need
3: some gloves? And I look over, and now it's Everyone's my neighbor across helping. the street, like, two <laughs> oh, doors down. And I'm like, oh, god, damn it! No, look, there's a whole crowd. <laughs> and but, well, now it's two people. Oh. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take some gloves. And then Joe ends up coming out with like lawn gloves. I'm like, Joe, those gloves are nice. Don't, don't worry about it. She's and I don't know this lady's name. Yeah. She's coming across the street and she's got just the regular latex gloves, yeah. which were a little thinner to my like whatever. Were they yellow? They were not yellow. They were clear. I, gloves. Can't, use I can't use these. What, what did
9: I, anyway? say? I say?
2: I said yellow. There are colors that work with me and there are colors that don't.
9: <laughs> Thanks anyway. All right. Yellow
2: and no earth tones.
3: Uh, so now, you know, I'm plunging and more stuff's coming up uh. and... I'm just I'm, I'm plunging. I need to plunge to the point. I mean, at this point, I need to get it all out, right? So it's it's kind of like. Um, so when you in those cases, like a lot of times, you know,
2: that's like a Roto-Rooter type thing where they they need to they need to snake it out. Uh, yeah. It's it sounded like that's what you had.
3: You you, you want to try and contain this, right? Right. But it's kind of like have you if you've ever gotten sick and you want to you want to throw up in the toilet and. But if you don't make it there and you just start barfing, you just you're like whatever. I guess it's all going on the the kitchen floor right now. I wonder if Horizon works. Will you <laughs> keep, you know maybe for the future
2: if they make oh, it yeah. all the way out there. Yeah, oh, out there I don't know. Because they pulled my proverbial ass out of the fire with a similar
3: thing. So now so now it's Joe and and my neighbor. Uh, so now I got a little bit of an audience, and I'm plunging, and, and more stuff's coming up, and I have to plunge until I can see this water. Go all the way down. In right? case which coming out is visually embarrassing. Oh, God's it's terrible. It's, yeah, it's yeah. full on turds. Full on turds and toilet paper. <laughs> wow. Okay. okay. Uh so plunge, 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 plunge. Next thing as I'm plunging, I, I hear more voices. Okay. And uh <laughs> and I look up and it's uh two more neighbors. You're the sisters hey. of mercy. Oh, no. <laughs> two more neighbors. Now they're and they're on their bikes. Who would want to watch that? Kathy, who would want to
9: watch that? I wouldn't stop yeah. for
0: that. Then no. they can see the ice cream truck yeah, comes right. shows up. What's going on <laughs> over here? <laughs> I start
2: selling. Hello, sir. We're the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. <laughs> Novelties. <laughs> so, um. But Kathy,
9: kind of now. The Rockets. <laughs>
3: <laughs> now what's happening is is now this is a practical exam for everybody. Because nobody knew, you know, these the, the, the new people. The wish bus is here. They, they didn't know that they had a pipe in front of their house. So in case something happened with their house they and wanted their to plumbing, see what you were they doing. wanted to see what I was doing. Yeah. Mail oh. said... Oh and it did not smell good. Rocky, what are you doing here? You're better than that.
9: Case, this was just going all over your front oh, lawn. You got
3: a lot of turds on you. <laughs>
9: not
3: on my lawn. Not on my lawn. It was on my my sidewalk, sidewalk and uh, then oh. spilling over onto the
4: street. Is it a city issue? I, I mean, what the So, it's your issue. So, it's it, it, at at not.
3: It's so not because when we found out last year, the only reason I even knew to do this was because last year we had an issue um and we called the city out and they were like, "No, this is your own personal." Life. Okay. okay. So and in
2: that case, okay. we found out, and mm-hmm. Verizon came out. I told you they, they helped a couple times, and and then I also found out that not only is it your issue, it's also your issue under the street. So it, you have a, a, a spigot out; ours goes out to a yeah. main a main pipe under the mm-hmm. street. Okay. And everything. To that pipe, even under the street, is your responsibility. Wow. That's why they've, the city has started to... Uh, you can now buy this sort of insurance where they will... Help
4: pre- you fix it? Or? Yes. Okay.
3: Yeah. So now I've got... Uh, it's me and my older daughter who's mortified as well. Me and my daughter, um, Joe, my neighbor... Uh, my neighbor across the street, the who, by the, the way, uh, who, whose nephew is uh, Joe Holden from uh, CBS News. Oh. So she, you know, the news van comes out,
6: <laughs> <laughs> and then I got We're these raw the... <laughs> <laughs> right, sewage.
2: <laughs> <One more> <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, perfectly intact fecal matter is pouring <laughs> out of this man's house. Oh, uh,
3: large
2: audiences is and it's just absolutely
3: mesmerized. So and then we got the the couple on the bike and, and I'm Yuki
2: Washington. <laughs> I'm
9: usually behind the desk, yeah, yeah, but I had to come know. out and see
3: this. They Put him in the field, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
9: When the pr- when the president oh. comes, and then this, right, Yeah,
3: Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then it's I'm
9: Leslie Stahl. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, then at some point, parasailers were floating overhead, <laughs> well, were and, and the banner, the banner plane is there, going, "You got this, Casey." Yeah. Um, Choppers covering right, so, so people
0: on the bikes, your, your neighbors across the street, and... My neighbors
3: across street, Joe. Yep. And I'm, and I'm getting all this done, and then I hear another voice, and my neighbor Mike shows up. Now Next. Mike is also a, he's a former police officer. He was a captain of the New Jersey um, uh, State Troopers. Okay. Oh, and it's like, their nature to help it's their nature yeah. to help
9: <laughs> they can't help,
3: and they can't <laughs> help not helping. yeah, I get it. I, I mean honestly they they've helped me out so many times over the past couple of years. And so Mike's there, and I go, um, I go, hey, does um anybody happen to have any like industrial cleaner?" And Joe's like I wanna I, drink it. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> Joe's like, come on. I'm like, I know. I was asking yeah. you specifically, even though I directed it yeah. to everybody. So Joe comes back and he's got industrial cleaner. I got uh I got a broom and now Mike's there. Um and I'm, I'm scooping, and, and I said to Mike, I'm like, you really don't have to do this. He's like, no, man, we're neighbors. This is what neighbors do. I go, Mike, no, not really. I go, Mike, if this was in front of your house, I'd be in my house pretending like I didn't know what was going yeah. on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would actually, I would just be, you know, behind <laughs> the blinds, right. just
2: kind
5: of looking. <laughs> that's,
2: I mean, that's really cool. I, but I understand your uh, thing too. You, you just don't want to have to put somebody through that. No, and not only like that, he's
5: embarrassed. He's by it. embarrassed.
7: And it's by it's gross. It. Yeah. It's
3: gross stuff. It's not like. Hey man, I you know like a, a tree branch fell <laughs> yeah. down. Can you right. help me with that? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Right, it's poop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. So yeah, Mike comes and 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 helps me like sweep it all up, and then we lay the cleaner down, and then I'm spraying the cleaner, and and he's scrubbing it, and 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 luckily, oh dude, and the worst part was I had I had just ordered pizza, and the pizza was you know they were like oh the pizza be ready in a half hour. And and now I'm against the clock. Yeah, I'm like I need the pizza's pizza. When pizza. pizza's ready, and I you well know, all done. Oh my god! So it, <laughs> we get it all cleaned up. We get thank goodness it gets all cleaned up. And right. the other best part of it was uh, this was on Thursday. And then we got really bad rain on Friday, so I kind of like washed, washed it all away. Uh, Whatever well, I wasn't able a blessing. to get. So from
2: from, from first gurgled to
3: completely clean, how long did that take? Half hour at least. And wow. that many people gathered, gathered in thirty minutes, dude. That many people gathered in 10 minutes. And then they just wow. hung, hung for, out for 20. Uh, they hung out for twenty, while. Preston, they had while. people driving by with Mylar balloons <laughs> out of their cars. <laughs> it was a first Spinning
0: novelty.
6: Party across the street.
3: I was like, come on, man. I just, I don't want an audience now at this point. But when it was all said and done, I was like, I, I told my daughter, I go, go get all the, the soap and the shampoo. I'm taking a shower out in the driveway before I, uh, there's no way I'm going into the house like this. Did you share that pizza with the, uh, with the assistants? No. No. Oh, yeah. oh,
13: no. A, uh,
0: a texter was pointing out it's kind of like the and I'd forgotten about this scene in mm. uh, there's something about Mary oh, yeah. yes. where he zips his junk up and all of a sudden they're hey. starting to bring everybody's Everybody. coming <laughs> in
6: yeah. Yeah. And
0: trying to figure out what they need to do and uh, so um, if you've had a scenario where. You didn't intend for there an audience to be forming around your embarrassing situation. Feel free to call us 215 <laughs> 263 I remember one time in this parking lot down here it happened. I was uh, walking by and I saw a few people standing around this car with the hood open. And I walk over and I'm like, what's going on over here? And we all started gathering around. And apparently, a snake had wrapped itself around the engine. Yeah, and it was a big snake. And I'm looking, and I see this girl over there, and she's got her hand over her face. It was Megan from work. It was Megan. uh, That's right. Was it Megan Tobin? Yeah. She got her hand over. She's like, I can't believe this. I can't believe. This. And she was mortified that everybody was standing of around. There's yeah, no but big that's deal. Not her fault. I know, but still, you, it doesn't matter. The it... attention was on her. Yeah, yeah. it was a weird, be... yeah, yeah. A weird situation, and she was just like, you know, just was driving her crazy.
9: Case, um, I have a question for you. So, have <laughs> you informed the members of the household that they need to change some uh, habits?
3: Yeah, I mean, there was a
9: like. Do you know what it was? I... Yeah, it's okay. just,
3: you know... Um, they flushed a dog down the toilet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> don't flush yeah, the dogs. Yeah, yeah, they flushed Reggie down the toilet. Uh,
3: I mean, but don't, like like don't paper ar- towels and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. So, so it doesn't don't happen again. Don't be afraid to to over flush right? Like, that, that's just the, the bottom line for, you know, this is a, a lesson for everybody, right? If you wipe twice, it's like... Why wipe tries, wipe, it's wipe so twice, Wipe twice, flush once, yeah. right? Yeah. Wipe twice, flush Yeah, but once.
9: that's not what's going to back it up. Sailor's Delight. Um, well, so normal stuff is not what's going to back it up, right? Well,
3: what, what I was looking at, it all seemed like normal stuff that that you know that people flush,
6: okay. right? So, was that, you, t- so
3: um,
0: was that the antez method? Wipe, white, flush, flush, Yeah, uh, what was that?
2: Yeah, yeah, wipe, white, flush, flush, wipe, wipe, flush. flush, <laughs> yeah. wipe, wipe, flush However, flush. this does raise the point that you, you, it, it sometimes you just have to bore out those, yeah, those pipes. My, my, uh, when I, I, I was in Manning, my neighbor had the situation because the house sat a little bit below, you know, uh, the, the mm. stuff was basically working its way up on an angle, oh, yeah. and that would cause backup, <gasps> and and so he uh-huh. had to have that system cleaned out,
0: you know, at least once, once a year. <laughs> uh, I had one time where uh, we were skiing. I was a little kid at the time, and I, I, it was the last run of the day, and I it fell and f- heard something snap, and... <clears throat> Uh, and I, so ski patrol had to come in because I couldn't move.
2: Were you? Were you? Did you? Were you possessed? Were you embarrassed
0: because you're you're in pain? Oh my at god! That yeah. time? Oh, you were? Well, yeah. Once once everybody started Fussing. forming a semicircle yeah. around me. <laughs> what's going on over there? You know, and everybody coming over and they're just kind of looking at you. Yeah, I felt embarrassed. I mean, yeah. it was nothing to be embarrassed about, really, but all the attention at a very vulnerable moment. Oh, uh, can just make things magnified it's you know the I mean? same
2: thing Geez, just even on a small level if you get a flat and you're changing your tire off to the side of the road yeah or you have like you get pulled over for like Getting pulled over an inspection sticker or something yeah, yeah. anything yeah. like that you're suddenly on display
3: yeah. well i was just glad that i actually the, the entire time i was able to keep my cool because it's a, you know easily a situation where you right. can sort of lose your cool uh this I, I forgot about this story um i have a friend who was a lifeguard instructor, and so they had all these, like, you know, 14-, 15-year-old kids doing lifeguard training, and they they were doing backboard drills, right? So the spinal cord injuries, and they had a kid on the backboard. He was wearing a Speedo, and he got a boner in front of the entire class. Oh, no. How do you get a boner? I don't, it might be one of those things where it's like, you're thinking about it, like, don't... Yeah. don't. An NRB. Yeah. Don't, yeah. No reason boner sometimes, yeah.
0: they mm-hmm. happen. Yeah. 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 I heard the NR, and- NRB in a while.
3: <laughs> Speedo. He got a boner in front
0: of, like... <laughs> Poor guy.
3: <laughs> class, and he's strapped to a board. <laughs>
6: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> By the oh, way, Casey, quick question. Yes. Some people are pointing out, and I know you're a fan of, of wipes, of uh, baby wipes. I don't wipes. flush wipes. Okay. Oh, don't flush them. Just check it. Yep. All right, because that they, they can definitely be a clog. NFW. I'm going to go to, uh, let me go to Dave. Hi, Dave. Good morning.
15: Hey, good morning, Puds. Hey, what's up, bud? <laughs> what's your story, buddy? My wife and I went on a cruise. We went to Aruba. And when we got there, we were going to the Aruba Beach Casino. It was an excursion. So we get on the little bus that was provided by the casino. They take us over. We're getting off the bus. I'm about to the fifth or sixth person to get off the bus. And I'm a big guy. you know. I'm, I'm 6'3", I'm 250. I'm getting off the bus. I slip, and I fall out of the bus down the two stairs. <laughs> I bang my knee up. I bang my elbow up. Nothing bad. Everybody on the bus gathers around. Are you okay? All I want to do is get out of there. Right. Are you okay? Can we help you? People are trying to help me up. Somebody ran into the resort and got somebody... Uh, behind a desk, I came out with a medical kit because I want to patch up my knee and my elbow, and I'm I'm dying a thousand deaths. So all I want to do
14: is leave. You're yeah. ju- you're
2: dying of embarrassment, but it, it just keeps getting worse and worse, right? And, and once the again, The crowd
14: just
0: got bigger and bigger. And once again, people just trying to help. And they're Same being thing uh-huh. with Casey. They're being <laughs> as nice as they can possibly oh, everybody be. Everybody was uh-huh. so
2: nice, man. When well, uh-huh. you fell in the uh, when we were at the uh, at the at the castle in Ireland, oh my god, Castle. Did people come running over? No,
0: it was just us. All right, you got. I just kind of sat there and waited for me as I was slowly <laughs> passing out from the pain. Uh, let me go to Ralph. Hey, Ralph, good morning.
18: Good morning. How you guys doing? You guys rock. Thanks, oh!
0: I appreciate it. All right, what's your story where a crowd started to form?
18: Well, we were on a uh, a yacht like a 60 foot hatteras in a uh, in a Marlin tournament in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So, my friend invited me to go out with him, and there was about seven of us on the boat so we were drinking all over the night before we get out there about 30 miles offshore i start feeling sick so i go down to the head take a dump <laughs> okay
6: <laughs> You got the soul of a poet. <laughs> you yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, going?
2: <laughs> My dearest wife, I went down to the head to take a dump.
12: No, but go ahead. All right, All right go
18: ahead, Ralph. So I clean up. I go to flush the uh, the little toilet. <laughs> It oh, no. starts backing up. Okay. Oh, no. Now it's the boat's rocking back and forth. We're in rough seas. And uh, now it's sloshing back and forth. I'm like, Lord, please don't. Yeah. Please don't. On do <laughs> yeah. a million-dollar boat. <laughs> I try to flush it again like an
6: idiot. Oh,
18: no. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. So I get my buddy invited me. I'm like, yo, I got a situation over here. Yeah. <laughs> He comes in, he starts gagging, he's like, oh, what am I going to do? And then he goes up and his desk, gets the first knee, he comes down.
2: Get me some long yellow gloves. <laughs>
18: <laughs> they have to be yellow. Now three of us are right in there gagging. Like, oh, what are we going to do? Next thing you know, there are six of us down there. <sighs> uh, everybody's ready to puke. I'm throwing up. So I'm laughing. <laughs> How do you get a bucket, actually? Dip it in there. Oh. <laughs> Dude,
0: I think, Preston, Thanks Did you have that. a similar story? Steve, I had a very similar story. I was in <laughs> Hawaii. We went on a, uh, a <laughs> snorkeling trip. Um, you know, you're on the boat, you're on the boat. There's yeah. nowhere else to go. And I, all of a sudden, I feel that gurgle in my my lower regions, and I'm like, I got to go. And I go, and it was putrid Mush. <laughs> just full on diarrhea horrible and but i was I, once it was i passed i was like oh god i feel yeah. so much better flush your toilet boom it starts t- bubbling up man and i'm like oh no 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 so i have a choice to make right walk away there were <laughs> uh, there were other people on the boat You could pass the blame. Could have been anybody. Right. You could do an Agatha Christie sort of thing. Exactly. Right. Who done (laughs) it? Yeah. So, uh, but I did the right thing and I went and I found the first mate or deckhand and I'm like, this just happened. My wife just took a. (laughs) My wife just took a horrendous dump.
2: She'll die if you help me out.
6: Excuse me, sir. Yeah, she just,
2: she's just lit. She's so embarrassed. <laughs> don't, don't say anything to her about it either. Yeah, because she'll just die. Could you help me out?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, when I told him, I, I, I was like, dude... I went to take a dump, it's, it, it clogged up, it's horrible diarrhea, I just gotta let you know, you know, so somebody, and of course somebody had to go fix it, and I never heard any more from it, but I felt kind of bad, for a couple of reasons, number one, that I clogged the toilet doing that, yeah. number two, I made this guy go clean it up. You try, at least
2: you, you
0: took ownership of it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you um,
2: offer to if you because I that is the worst and it's been depicted many times in movies, obviously Dumb and Dumber and stuff like that. When you see the now the, that, water the rise. toilet was out of commission in that particular yeah. case, but when you're seeing the water rise,
0: it's like, oh my That's god, an, oh, oh my. And along came Polly. Yeah, yeah. He's like, please, Lord, no. please, God, please, God, please, God, don't. <laughs> I had that happen at a party one time, uh, too. Yeah, yeah. Now, that one I skipped out on. That one I took off. And I just. uh well, got to go. You yeah. were
3: married at the time. I was.
0: I was I think I was in eighth grade. Yeah. It would have been social suicide yeah, yeah, yeah. to
3: to go and, and get the parents <laughs> and, and say, fix, no, 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 no. no. Uh, Nick, when all those people gathered when you broke your leg on the mountain yeah. last year, how? I mean.
4: How many people were there
3: oh, watching well, at that point? Dozens. A
4: rescue team. Yeah, I mean, the Alpine <laughs> search and rescue team, and then, you know, people... But pe- I was on the trail, or right off the trail, and so, you know, probably 100 to 150 had walked by at that point, and... <laughs> How long before Pierre made it over to you? <laughs> Pierre? Yeah. Wasn't uh, he there? No, no, no. It was with my brothers. This was the one in oh, Colorado. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was,
3: I was thinking of a ski, ski accident. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No, I've had several accidents. Yeah,
4: so yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, um, no, this was when I was with my brothers in Colorado, um, but... Uh, to your point, Steve, yeah. like, so many people just want to help. You know, are you okay? And, and of, of course, you would appreciate that. But after a while, you're like, nope, I'm good. Nope. Please. You just feel terrible. Yeah, yeah. How about yeah.
0: the How about the wedding reception incident? Did people gather for that? Well, I was
4: pretty drunk for that one, uh-huh. for instance, so I don't remember that okay. one as well. I don't remember. I remember in, it
2: was second or third grade, we had taken a cruise down to Bermuda. My dad wants some sort of business incentive trip. Uh, he was working for, I think, Diners Club at the time. That's how far back it goes. But, um... We're uh, we're down in in uh, Bermuda, and I get some sort of stomach virus. But they believe it's some sort of medical. It was a Greek ship, and they had. <laughs> I, apparently, the doctors believe there was a condition that I had that it, that is not in the medical books. That maybe is in the Greek medical books. So I'm in the cabin, and there's all these Starvos and Yanos and all these
0: people are coming. In. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, just kill me now! I was so embarrassed. Let me let me go to this call. I'm gonna go to Chuck. Hey, Chuck. Good morning. Good
7: morning. What's up? uh, So I got a new job. I was about 19. Uh, I got a brand new job. I'm just starting out. It's the first day. The week before I had like the flu. So I was kind of, I didn't want to call out sick on my first day of work. Right. You're not going to have a job anymore. Yeah. So, you know, I gather myself together. I'm looking okay. I get there. They do orientation. They got about 30 people walking around this place showing them everything. You know, this is where you're going to work. This blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden I pass out. I'm on the floor. Everybody's panicked. I I wake up with a group of about 50 people standing around me. Oh no. <laughs> no idea what happened. They're yeah. like 911, you know, the they're on their way, you know, and I'm like I have no I'm like completely out of it. I feel fine. I sit up. They give me water. You know, the ambulance shows up and the guys like, uh, you know, are you feeling okay? You want to stay here? And I'm like, no, get me out of here. Put me on that stretcher. I don't want to be here anymore. And
2: I had to <laughs> Get me out of here. Out. Yeah. I, 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 and you know what it, it's uh, chuck it's it's weird because like when i passed out here in the studio i have no recollection of that I, I my thing is i'm coming up i remember coming up to the console and sort of talking and you guys were all looking at me like you know, and then... And, then, uh, and really? Kathy what? ran down the hall. Yeah, to, to find out she had a, a, an appearance that night. Um, but so uh, an and, and then situation. the last thing, he's like, oh, please don't make a fuss on me. Oh, please don't fuss sure, over yes. me. Please don't yeah, fuss exactly. over me. I,
7: and I don't remember anything. I just remember standing there. Next thing I know, I'm on the floor, and there's people standing around me.
0: And, and once again, it's like a Christmas story. The
7: fire department? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Holy No. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, it's just even though people are there to help you, and it's not your fault. It's just it's embarrassing, and now. in a way, you feel bad for people cause you're uh, who are there because
2: oh, don't worry about me. Uh, you know, yeah. and it's just it's just, uh, but it's all born out of in most of these cases. Yeah a kindness of spirit to help someone out in need, you know?
3: No, 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 no. You, you had that bit about uh, uh, Ben Franklin discovering. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gets, he gets shocked. <laughs> yeah, we might even have it. We have it. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he's like, oh, no, just get away. <laughs>
0: get away. That, that's kind of the reaction a lot of people. Do you have that, by the way? I is, think so. Yeah. I got to figure yeah, out the Benjamin word. probably. Or was it, uh,
3: hang on a second here. Nope, I don't see great it. Great Moments in American History. There you we this it. might be it. All right, let's hear that. And
2: now, Great <laughs> Moments in American History,
8: the special edition.
2: July ninth, 1750. Benjamin Franklin conducts an experiment to prove that lightning is a form of electricity.
6: <laughs> Ow! Ow! F-
10: <laughs> ah! F- <laughs> Ow, okay. Oh, oh. Oh, Jesus. You all right? Oh, son of a bitch. All tra- oh, that hurt. I'll oh. give you a hand. Oh,
2: get away. You look really hurt. Get away. Man. <laughs> <laughs> this get, has- get
0: away. Get away. No, don't just leave me alone. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> uh, I want to go to Nick. Uh, hi, Nick. You're on the air. Good
19: morning. Hey, what's up, guys?
0: Hey, bud. What's just uh, want to hear your story, my man.
19: So it actually didn't happen to me. It happened to, well, my wife now, but at the time, my girlfriend. And we had, like, just started dating, and I took her to my friend's family party. Like, they're like a family to me, but I just brought her over there, and she's like, I have to use a bedroom. So I brought her upstairs to, like, the bathroom that no one uses, and she called me, like, 10 minutes later on the phone, and she's like, can you come upstairs? So I come up, and she's like, I flushed something I wasn't supposed to flush, oh, no. and it, it won't go down. So I'm trying to plunge it. And then my buddy comes upstairs and says, like, What's going on? And I'm like, Oh, n- nothing. Like, I got it. And then his brother comes up oh. and his sister. And his sister's like, Is this something I can help with? <laughs> and oh, then my people God, start no, to no. notice that others are missing <laughs> yeah, from the part. Yeah, yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Where'd go? <laughs> <laughs> Four, then her, her mom comes up, and I hear like ants because I like, I like, I said, I'm friends with the family for years. And, like, so the ants are like, Is Nick okay or anything? And my girlfriend time is just like in the corner, just mortified that everyone just keeps coming upstairs, like, What's going on? What's going on? And I just but, finally we got it fixed, but I just I felt so bad for her at the time.
1: <laughs>
2: but yeah. that's the honestly, that's I, I, it's the understanding I have of my wife, and, and she sad. has of me. You, you, you have to be sort of there. Their wing person in yeah. that case to yes. to help minimize embarrassment. Yes, I'll get you through this. Yep. You know, and that's <laughs> that's part
0: of the deal. <laughs> oh man, uh, let me go to. Uh, I have Abby. Hi, Abby. Good morning.
16: Hi, guys. Rock. Thank oh. you, Abby. What's up? So about two years ago, it was in December. I work. I worked at a middle school, and I worked with special ed kids. And we were walking downstairs to go get them off the bus, and I trip and fall and break both bones <gasps> in my leg. Oh, no.
9: oh, my
6: God. In your leg?
16: Yeah. Um, I had a spiral angular fracture in my tibia, and then I broke the bottom of my fibia. Oh, my uh, God. But it was embarrassing because I was with all of my coworkers. They had to mm-hmm. shut down the entire stairwell and re-divert over 300 kids. Uh. And then the principal had to come up, and they had to put me in the wheelchair. And then the wheelchair was broken, so they couldn't lift the leg thing up. (laughs) So the nurse was pushing me in the wheelchair while the assistant principal is holding my leg. And then, of course, when the elevator opens up, all the kids are walking by and they know me and they're like, Oh no, Miss Abby, what happened? And I'm like, It's okay, just go to class.
0: <laughs> did they make any um, announcements over the PA or anything like that to add to it? No.
16: Wow. no. Well they did say do not use like they said please go like they needed a teacher at the stairwell because they <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. And they had to close, like, part of the second floor to get me to the elevator. It was nuts. <laughs> nice.
2: But there's nothing you can do. And everyone's yeah, trying to be as yeah. nice as they can to make it good for you. But you are now the focus of attention. Yep. Oh, and,
16: I was. And yeah. it was, like, a week before I was supposed to go on my cruise and I couldn't go. How long
2: How long was that healing process from both those, which are, are big breaks?
16: So I broke it on Friday. I went to the doctor's that Monday. He's like, I'll see you tomorrow for surgery. Oh! Um, so I went in for surgery. I I was finally done PT the end of March. I did not go back. So I left December 7th with my broken leg, and I came back February 7th in a boot. Um, and at that point, I felt pretty good because I didn't break my ankle. It was my leg. So yeah. I didn't really have to worry about well, That's it. That's pretty,
2: yeah, that's pretty, that's actually quicker than I thought. I thought you'd be out for like most of the year with stuff, you know, with those two big breaks. But you're right. If it's not the ankle, I guess it's a little bit easier to come back from.
16: Yeah. And yeah accommodating too. Like um my like if I couldn't go to gym class they were very accommodating with that. They would take my student for me. <laughs> but I mean like the kids were so sweet. They made me cards and like even all the staff that I worked with, they were all right. out.
0: so that makes up for the colossal embarrassment that right, you had right, right. Uh, ahead of time. Yeah, all right. really At least the toilet didn't over <laughs> thank you Abby we appreciate it. All right well did you get your situation fixed remedy yeah, or fixed. You, yeah
3: yeah and okay. uh and then my neighbor he's like you know you saved yourself a couple hundred bucks you know because if you call a plumber to do, you know, what I did. You know,
4: probably. You know, <laughs> I think I would have called the plumber out of pa- panic, though. Like that wouldn't. Yeah. For, I, I, yeah. I, yes. You know. When you
0: start to see turds rolling down the sidewalk, yeah. I would generally get a hold of a professional. But road you managed to take care of it. Yeah.
3: Then. Yeah. I did, yeah. Calling somebody in, I wanted as little people to know about it as possible. Uh, uh, besides, yeah, besides, besides, about it. you were waiting on a pizza. <laughs> Yo, yeah, man. True. They probably would. Yeah. They
0: probably would have yeah, sent the fire department just to <laughs> add to the ground. Oh crowd. no!
3: <laughs> well, so I was a half hour. <laughs> we <laughs> were late picking up my pizza, and I could have sworn they were going to say, you know, "Hey, you know," and nobody called. Yeah. And I'm going in. Oh, they had already gotten wind of the story. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. what was going on? Yeah. No, it's <laughs> up through the press. <laughs> saw <on> the news. <laughs> but actually, going into the pizza place, I'm like, "Do I even tell them? Like, what was going?" They no. probably knew about a half. <laughs> <laughs> as you we saw it on the news, Dear God <laughs> and Yuki, Washington we're just take it. Or you just okay. take it. Wow. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, I'm glad to hear that things got. <laughs> Uh, fixed after that. Thank you for sharing, Casey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We need to take a break. We'll be back in a moment.
1: It wouldn't be the end of the year without a year-end countdown. It says so here in the Radio for Dummies handbook. And who's WMMR to buck tradition? Announcing the top 25 songs of 2020. Go to WMMR.com and vote for your favorite rock songs from this past year, like new music from Foo Fighters, ACDC, and newer bands like Dirty Honey. We'll tally up your votes and count them down New Year's Eve at 7 with an encore New Year's Day at 3 p.m. MMR's top 25 of 2020 countdown from the station that can totally handle counting backwards. We think 93.3 WMMR. Everything that Rocks.
0: Live funky traffic music from the Jaquino Trio this morning on the yeah. Steve Show. Imagine if she had to report like a ten car accident
2: <laughs>
9: with that
17: funky. Uh, sure, <laughs> oh, yeah. right, I'd so, inform
9: them first. I'm sure they'd have something.
17: Steve, I'm surprised you survived the Mondo Shop site without buying everything. <laughs> There's a ton of great stuff. So, I, I, if you heard me mention, I got this 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 uh, this tiki.
2: Halloween jack o' lantern from the movie post to the original John Carpenter film. Yeah. And there's yeah. a lot of cool stuff on there. Right? So thank you for turning me on to that.
0: Yep. yep. Well, yeah, my, they
2: have great
17: stuff.
0: Michael's a you're you're a chachki guy. You do you have your your yeah. collectibles. We've seen your office. You have so many different things. And and uh, do you have to resist? You know,
17: you <laughs> do, don't the, resist the, the impulse purchasing <laughs> of, of this and that and everything. I've I've stopped. I've limited now to just things that I've worked on, like getting pieces of maybe the the films, the props, or something from the films that I worked on, and then also just keeping my old toys from when I was a kid because. Oh, you know, I don't know where to put anything anymore. So you you start to shift, Michael. You're right. Like, like I like, well, okay. I I decided I no longer
2: am going to collect these things. And And you move on and you start to cycle through. And then one of the great joys is if you have stuff, if you can pass it along to other fans and just sort of give it to them. I find that's a cool yep. thing to do. Awesome. And it also gives you a reason to buy new stuff, uh, which yeah, is great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
17: Exactly. So you, you feel good about clearing out your life, but you're really not clearing out no, your life. No, it's, it's all it's a, a selfish... Door. Exactly. exactly. <laughs>
2: You've got it down to, to a science. Yeah. Well, uh,
0: yes. Michael's first solo album is out on the 30th. It is called uh, Travelog Volume 1. It is a conceptual piece of music. We've heard snippets of it. It sounds fantastic. And uh, one of the things about... Now, initially... We were going to be in Los Angeles, broadcasting yeah. live from Michael's house. But something happened. <laughs> something happened. Something came up there. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> the travel issues. So we weren't able to do it. And we were very much looking forward to it, and would still like to do it someday when w- the world gets back to normal. Um, we will. And uh, so, what, one of the things we were also going to do is maybe have uh, Michael invite some of his friends over that were able to come on the air. We're still going to be able to do that today. It would have been, uh, you know, really cool to do it in a live situation in person, but. Uh, one of them is on the line and ready to go, and I'm very excited to speak to him because he's been in so many great things. He's fantastic. But I'm going to uh, play a clip that ties him directly in with Michael, and it is a clip from Inside Out, my favorite animated film. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm going to play this. Here we go. Who's the best in every
10: way? Wants to song to say? Who's your friend who likes to play? Bing, bing, The makes you yell right? <laughs>
0: So clearly, Michael has written some music for him. I don't know what the rattling was. I forgot what happened at that part of the he movie. He's
17: knocking a bunch of stuff over. That's what it is. All right.
0: Yeah. Please welcome, yeah.
17: ladies
14: and gentlemen, Mr. Richard Connors this yeah. morning.
17: Richard.
14: Oh, sure. All those people who were there clapping, they got <laughs> to come in live. I yeah. <laughs>
17: i'm pretty sure they just pushed a button and got clapping effects yeah no no no, no.
2: that was live
4: actually we have skills too michael clapping
0: for richard kind richard thanks for coming on this early early morning we appreciate it
14: it is my pleasure and i did wake up early i told mike i this is not that this is early for me but i was going to wake up at like quarter to eight uh Anyway, those are my problems. It's a pleasure I, I
2: could read, read back your text to me. Yeah, but um, yes, maybe that would give some insight into what exactly <laughs> – see, see, Richard, we lose all perception of time because here locally in Philadelphia, I'm up at 3.45 usually every every morning, and we do the obviously the show. It's the nature of the beast. But you forget that as we start to do these things, whenever we have people in or on the phone from California – it's obviously a weird thing. Well, and...
17: Richard's in New York, so don't. Oh, he's I, in New don't York.
2: Have
6: too much simple. Oh, oh, get out of come here! Plates.
2: <laughs> All I right.
0: Hey, well, listen, Richard. It, you have,
14: it you have... is outrageous. Yeah, <laughs> what? I'm an actor. <laughs> I, I go out after. You know, after
0: work, I come a for a drink. You have, you, have, my you have one big thing in common with our show, and it's the fact you graduated from the same high school as our, our gal on the program, Kathy Romano. She went to Pensbury.
14: What, well, I dare not say what year. That's not polite. Did you have Mrs. Hallahan?
9: Uh, no, you know, I, it's okay. No, she's you, been you dead
14: can, for 30 years. You can,
9: you can ask what year. I graduated in 96, but I did want to ask you because um, part of uh, of what Pensbury is known for is their prom. Was it? Did you have a prom that was, like, over the top like they do now? All right, let me tell
14: you something about our prom. First of all, I know Michael Bamberger, who wrote a book yeah. about the Pensbury High School uh, uh, prom. Our prom was not over the top like it became however listen to who performed at my prom uh, uh um um uh, uh I'm being, just because i'm well hey, rodney dangerfield performed at my what? prom. rodney what?
2: dangerfield was booked as entertainment at your prom <laughs> <laughs> and bb king Are performed so... wow. the year before D- that d- you see that kind of act at Caesar's Palace, not at a
14: high school prom. I, and Rodney Dangerfield are, are, uh, was funnier than BB King. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that was the rumor. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> How the hell did you end up with BB King as entertainment? BB King and look, you know, at that time, but you know, people will will go anywhere. They'll whore themselves. They'll go to a prom. They get paid money. They'll go to a prom.
2: I'll tell you what. One of the greatest experiences of my life was seeing in a small club BB King perform, and I was maybe thirty feet away from him, and it was it was amazing. Did did was he received well, Richard?
14: Well, what do you think? He
2: was BB King. <laughs> Different <laughs> high school kids, though, would they appreciate BB
14: King at the time? Hell yeah! Okay, all right. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. You, you, you want to know something? I could be wrong. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, right. Well, if we're being honest, Buddy Holly performed at my communion, so was, there you go. I, I was out. I was in the back making out with one of the chaperone mothers, <laughs> so I
6: don't really. Want to know. You know,
2: uh, Michael. I don't know if you know this, but Richard also shares. I'm a massive fan of of uh, the the Batman lore and legend, and and, and going way back. And you, Richard, were the mayor of Gotham on Gotham the
14: Can you imagine? I will go to my grave saying I was the mayor of Gotham City.
2: Yes. And and now, by the yes. way, you were sensational. You were fantastic on that show.
14: I I have never seen the show. So <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> I go up, I go, I do my little dance, and then I go home and they give me money. <laughs> and that's that's what it is.
2: Okay. That's that's that eliminates stress, doesn't it?
14: It's, well, yes, it does. Yeah. But, yes, it does. Uh, but you just go in and you're, you you do your job and then you go home. All right.
0: Well, you know what? And with it, with that, Richard, I'm curious about because you have done so many great voice characters in uh, in animated films. You know, in a Bug's Life and Card the Cars films and Toy Story and 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 Inside Out was just uh, heartbreaking. Um, do you a do you ever see those final products, and and do you do you you know get a real feel for the the emotion that you that you put into the voice work, and then seeing it put with these characters up on screen?
14: Well, you, you know, on some of the things, I will watch it. Like you know, Gotham, I didn't. I no, I don't watch a lot of this stuff because I cringe. All I do is I watch and I go, how the hell do you have the nerve? to <laughs> <laughs> first of all, all you'll look like that. You'll look like that. It's a telegenic, you know, a uh, medium. And, and look what you get away with. Uh, the second thing is, is that I, if, if I do watch myself, sometimes I watch it without sound. Okay. Because I know the lines and I'll say, oh, yes, I believe what I'm saying on my face because it's, it's motion pictures right. rather than motion voice. Uh, now, as far as Inside Out, yeah, what are you kidding me? I've seen it 20 times. Uh,
0: I have children. So yeah. emotionally, I mean, uh, what, what a. And your characters, and I want to give it away for those who You're haven't seen nice. it.
14: Oh, my goodness. As, as, hold on. As Michael will say, it has nothing to do with me, it has all to do with uh, Peek. Uh, Pete Doctor and uh, um, um, who was the, who was up for the, the part? I, uh, I want to say Carmen, but it's not. What's his name? Ronnie Dangerfield.
4: Um, oh,
17: Ronnie! <laughs> Ronnie, yeah, Ronnie! Ronnie, yeah, Ron, Ronnie. Yes. It's uh, Pete yeah, Doctor's Ron, birthday yeah, today, yeah. by the way. Yeah, that's right. Happy birthday, Pete! Pete Doctor's birthday today. Well, t- t- it is. Well, yeah, and it's my sister's. It's
14: my sister's birthday. <laughs> and Michael's tomorrow. Michael's birthday <laughs> yeah. is tomorrow. From, yeah. From what but we understand, you, understand you know Richard, you're... It is today. Who? How about Who's that? Two two geniuses born on the same day: deep doctor and John Lennon. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. we were talking yeah. about that. Let, let, well, let me ask
2: you. Besides, so did you guys, Michael, and you and Richard? We assume you met professionally first, but what, what, what was the uh, what, what was that what was that meeting like?
17: Well, we were in prison oh. together first, wasn't it? <laughs> that was it? Uh, I think we first met in yes, prison. And let me tell
14: you, it was very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he would say, no. drop the soap, and i go, I don't have it. He goes, I'll get you a bar. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's how it works. you got to learn the language of the prison, so I got it. But, but you know, that's... Uh, we, we, right. we, we met we, on Inside Out. We met on Inside Out. Okay, all right.
14: Here's yeah. something. And, You're going to say, what was it like to work with the composer... On Inside Out, <laughs> I didn't know him for a year and a half. <laughs> I never met him.
17: We didn't. We meet where? When do we meet? At the was it at the rap party? Uh, I think. Well, what, I think not the rap party. The the um, I I don't think I was at the I wasn't
14: invited to the rap party, but the the premiere uh, the, the premiere in <laughs> Emeryville. Were you there?
17: Yeah, yeah, that's the one. The rap party in Emeryville. That's that's what that was. Then
14: I was there. That's what you call that. I call that the premiere. Yeah, I call party. it the
17: rap
2: party. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't they two different things? Well, the rap party well, is yes. basically
17: yes, for for the Pixar employees and all of their family you know, they they can bring a guest and all of that. So uh, and I'm there's a lot of people that work there. Yeah. What's a
14: Yes, and the the world should know that the word rap party indicates we've stopped filming. <laughs> let's have a party. The word <laughs> yeah. means we've finished all the work, it's ready to be shown, let's it for the first time. Mm-hmm. So and, yeah, Michael s- calls it a rap party. I call it a, a company premiere.
2: Okay, all right, <laughs> all right. Well, now we now we have the understanding here. So so with with your work and
14: with your. If body- only Michael were in so If only he were in so <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, if only
17: I understood the terminology.
14: <laughs> right,
6: right.
17: I'm figuring you it know out what slowly.
14: A does, don't you? You know what a producer does, don't you, Michael? Okay. I just sit in my room and bang on things. <laughs>
8: Richard,
2: all I, do. I wanted to ask you, you. You, are you were associated with the Second City Comedy Troupe in Chicago. Obviously, improvisational yeah. comedy is something you excel at. Of all the things you do with the animation and all that stuff, and the regular acting, is the ability to improv with the likes of Christopher Guest and other people like that. Is is that a, a singular thrill?
14: Sure. You know, I, mean, <laughs> I get to work. On Herb, I get to work with with Chris Guest and all, and Jennifer Coolidge and all the people who were in. Uh, Their movies Um, is is, right now. It's not a singular uh, um, thrill because every time I go and improvise, I'm I'm pooing my pants. Really? Because it's terrifying. Oh my god! Not knowing what you're going to say, having to deliver, having to perform—it's terrifying. And yes, when I was at Second City, was it terrifying? Yeah, but, you know, I'm, I'm acting with people who, who you know, there, there, there's no economic consequences. We just got to go out and improvise, and if we suck, then uh, the audience sees a bad show, and we'll do it again the next night.
6: Right. But
14: what? You're putting it on That's... film, and people will see it forever and ever, and you just go, oh, dear God. However, the acting, uh, when somebody gives me the lines, I'm not as nervous on film. Okay. I'm, film. I'm not as nervous because... It's already written. I don't my brain. All I have to do is be the character in improv. You have to be the character. But there is a portion of your person who's making up the word, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, uh, so you're you're a little divorced from the character a little bit. Okay. And hey, yet, in essence, in essence, you should be even more involved with the character because you shouldn't be there at all. But that's not how I work. So, I'm not that good,
4: Richard. You, you mentioned uh, <laughs> you mentioned Curb Your Enthusiasm, and we've heard you know that a lot of that is improv. Is that where you ended up meeting Jeff Garland, and and is that what your bridge to yes. the Goldbergs was?
14: Yeah, absolutely. If you okay, here's a little a little story. Yes, Jeff and I were friends for years. We we, we would go out to dinner uh, after the show. Like I said, I, I'm a, a person of the theater, uh, creature of the night. We go out afterwards for. Uh, I went out for soup. Always. I always had two. And, uh, Why Jeff, wouldn't you? You're a big star. <laughs> Jeff, myself, and Dan Castellaneta, who's the voice of Homer Simpson, yeah. Yeah. we were all at Second City together. Jeff wasn't on stage. He was actually in the box office. Uh, and we would all go out and uh, we would, you know, I eat at uh, Jeff's laughing in for two hours, you know, from like 1 to 3 in the morning, and just talk and talk and talk and talk. And so he is really one of my best friends. And when he was on Curb, you know, he helped Larry develop the show. Uh, he, uh, they needed the character of Cousin Andy. So they, you know, they said, Richard Kind. I said, uh, and, and Larry said, he's too famous. Okay, now this is 20 years ago. <laughs> well, first of all, I'm, I'm not too famous. That's the first thing. I said, I am right. I, I con- continue today, I am not too famous. I said, tell him I'm not famous. And so they told them, and they, you know, because everybody on the show uh, who was famous played their own selves, except for Ed Asner, because his character dies in the episode. Larry didn't want people to think that Ed Asner had died. Right. So I, uh, I was honored uh, as Cousin Andy, and not Richard Kind. He thought I was too famous. We convinced him that I wasn't. They auditioned a lot of people, and then finally went with me. And so, but guess, take a guess, how many episodes I did up until season nine? For the first eight, uh, eight years, how many episodes I was in? Maybe four or five. It's well, it's close three. Oh, well, there you three go. Episodes, Just episodes.
2: Just wow. Three? But, but yet, that the impact was so great that people referred to it as the show, that Richard Kind show with Larry David.
14: Thank you very much. Yeah. It's about time
6: somebody treats me with the
2: respect that I deserve. Wow! Uh, well, so obviously you're from here. The show, The Goldbergs, takes place in Jenkintown, um, and uh, you know it's funny. We've oh, that's had right. yeah, we've had cast members co- uh, come to the show and not realize. Uh, that you know, Jenkintown is where it, it all originates from. Uh, you play the uh, the Formica King, who is the nemesis of Murray Goldberg. Uh, are, are, can That's we ex- right. can we expect you on the show in the future?
14: Uh, you know, I want to make some little joke about something, but my answer is yes. Oh, okay. Right. I- doing- <laughs> uh I think that they're all back from COVID stuff, and I think in November uh, I'm going to be shooting a series of episodes. Excellent. So, yes. Excellent. Uh, from what I hear, I am back.
17: Um, yes. I have a question for I you. I
14: hope I'm not talking out of school.
6: No, no, right. no, no,
17: no. Uh, no, wait, I, no one's listening, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> it's just us.
14: You want to know something? I know that. It's radio, but <laughs> <laughs> <Come on.
17: laughs>
0: Hey, uh, Michael, you know, you, you obviously, I would imagine, for going back to Inside Out, you, you wrote the, the Bing Bong thing, theme song, yeah. correct? Did you yep. know that yeah. Richard
17: was going to be voicing it, and did that influence you in, in what you wrote? Uh, by the time I was on, yes, I knew it was uh Richard, and uh I, did it influence me? no, okay. I, I I just I do what I want I, I I just i don't I don't listen to actors. you start going down you, you start going down that rabbit hole. it never ends oh. uh, you know, so uh no, it was you know obviously, I think one of the greatest moments of of animated history oh. is that moment that we all i don't know if I, I we won't i don't want to ruin it but there is at a moment at this point yeah if you haven't seen it tough, so go ahead ruin it yeah when 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 we realize that bing bong sacrifices himself to help joy get out of the pit of despair oh. and all of that and it is just devastating it's devastating and that, and richard owns that whole thing so well it's just incredible what? his um his delivery is just the best that might it, be, it, be it one is. of the most-
0: and and i'm sorry to interrupt yeah, steve but you know and and i have a i have a young daughter and i just saw the metaphor as childhood is yeah is going away for good and i was yeah. just like oh my god it was it was heartbreaking it was tender and wonderful and all these all this mix of emotions in it and uh, and richard your your delivery was fantastic he's the best and i just say, like, hey, like, want like to say like like the music.
14: i'm very lucky i ride the coattails of true true geniuses of which oh, your guest your co-host is one
17: uh, no richard listen talented... richard i, I Richard, I was just going to say that I think, you know, like the musicians, you know, when I always talk a lot about how the musicians bring life to everything, you know, when I give them these these black dots on a page, it's lifeless. And then until it's like voiced through their talents, it's nothing. You are the same. Like, you can read these words on a page, but coming from you, coming from out of your mouth, you take it into this whole other place, which brings it to life. And if anyone has anyone ever seen a serious man? Yeah. Uh, that movie, a serious man. Richard yeah. is is phenomenal in that movie. So it's it, he he can pretty much do anything. Well, Michael, so.
6: but
2: we we have we'll have All people right. on the show, and, and Richard to, to you as well, obviously. We have people on the show, and you know someone who legitimately has it, someone who's legitimately funny, and someone who yeah. has to sort of not feign it, but can't quite. It has to has to work hard to generate it, and that's that's something that just comes through. And Richard, uh, that's what you do. I wanted to ask you because I remember briefly. Carol... Well, hold Br- on, hold on.
14: You, you want to know what's crazy? Sure. I, this morning, I set up my camera and my lights because I have a self tape audition. That's what you have to do nowadays. You have to tape uh, tape yourself on your phone, really, and then submit it to the casting director. And you, you hope that it all goes well. Here, I don't. Give a damn, I was told. <laughs> That's what I've just been through. I don't care if I get the job. I'm getting adoration at 8.30 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Eight? You got to understand, here's a man who got up at 8.30 in the morning.
6: <laughs> we
2: can
0: give you weekly
6: adulation yeah, yeah. if you need it, Robert. You, you can call so, us any time, Richard.
14: The thing is, I got up early, so now my ba- that my eyes are baggy and saggy, all to do this, and I have a prospective job on the line. <laughs> and, <now> I look- <laughs> and I look like crap. I look horrible. <laughs>
2: well, l- l- let me ask you, will it in any way, we don't know what you're auditioning for, will it serve the audition if you look this way? No, so,
14: I really should look about eight years younger.
6: <laughs>
14: well, wow. I, I just—I I already know it's one of those kids shows, you know. And uh, I'll be a father uh-huh. of a kid, and they'll go, "No, no, no, we don't want a grandfather, want a father."
2: <laughs> That's yeah. <laughs> that has to suck. Yeah.
0: Oh my goodness. It does. suck. <laughs> oh my. Well, God I, I, do wanna, I do want
2: to. I do want to quickly ask you because briefly, uh, Carol Burnett had a, uh, a a series on NBC with an ensemble, and and you you were part of that. What was it like working with Carol Burnett under those
14: circumstances? Well, under any circumstances, yeah. she is deserved of the love and fame and, and true adoration that she has. She is. A, a superior person, and uh, that always comes through in her work. Ugh. And when you see her interviewed, that is who she is—not just a magnificent, magnificent, so lovely and kind and great, and such a hard life sometimes. Yeah, but she just loves fun, and we had a great time. It was not received with by gangbusters. It was sort of. Uh, it was an anthology series. We used to call it the A word. Right. Like Twilight Zone or Outer Limits is an anthology. This was an anthology, but comic, uh, uh half hour comedies, a different genre every week. It could be a musical. It could be a farce. It could be, uh, something like, uh, like a dual spy esque type of thing. It could be anything. And, uh, you always had, uh, decent ratings. But she got. It was hard work. It was hard for the writers. And after two and a half years of, and nobody here who's listening knows has seen the show. I did. Yeah. Two and a half years, she just said, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. I want to go back to what I used to do. And we had. We then did that. Cast went and did a variety show, and it was horrible. <laughs> it was Oh it was the heaven date of, of TV shows. It was the most, It was it was like doing a heartbreak kid with Ben Stiller. Horrible. It was Not not Charles oh, Groden. Wow. wow. You know you you took classic which was Harvey Corman, Tim Conway and yeah. Carol and and tried to duplicate it. Yeah. I'll be, oh, I, I haven't got the words. I, I have to go back to bed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
6: oh
0: my goodness, I love All it. Right. Well, Liz and Richard, unfortunately, we do have to wrap it up. So you can you can go.
14: Okay, catch. I just want to say, say one thing. Yes. I was somewhat in your neighborhood this uh, this past well a week. Uh, i post a week ago. Thursday, Friday, Saturday was Friday, Saturday, Sunday doing campaigning.
2: Well, well, if if, if af, after the pandemic and after all this goes away, and it will, we and if you're back in the neighborhood, we'd love to have
0: you in the studio. Yeah, we'd love to get two Pensbury grads back together. <laughs> <Be> great, yes, <laughs> it'd be wonderful.
14: Great, I, I, I'd love it, I'd Richard. I miss it out there. You're, you're
0: phenomenal. Thank you so much for getting up this morning and coming on. We appreciate it.
14: You bet. You guys are great, Michael. I'll see you. Yes, in sir. Days. I'll see you in days,
0: day my tomorrow. friend. I'll see
14: Excellent, yeah. thank you, Richard Kind. I love
0: it. Michael, that's cool. Oh. Yeah, uh, you just and that's gotta, so fun. You just gotta love people like him, you
6: know. And-
17: <laughs> oh, it's the best. You know, I I have met so many wonderful people doing what I do, and I have. So many great friends, and that's been the best part of it. It's just the extended family that you grow, you know. And yeah. everyone looks at the entertainment business and thinks, oh, it's just a bunch of blah, 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 blah. But you know what? I have met some of the nicest people in the world. No, and, and, and people who are truly possessed
2: of a, of, a, of a real talent who aren't covetous of, yeah. of other people always tend to be the, right. the nicest people. And yeah. it's uh, you won't know who we're referencing here, uh uh Michael, but... Doesn't Mitchard
0: sound a lot like Dr. Mike? He does. He does. People were texting yeah. Yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? they, they, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they remind him of Dr. Mike. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. It's a lot like that. Uh, well, listen, we're going to have to take another break. We were going to play a contest with Michael and his bandmates, but we're going to have to do that on the other side because we didn't know we were going to spend 25 minutes with Richard Kine. Well, this <laughs> is the How problem. How can you
17: not? Yeah. You know? It's hard not, right.
2: hard not to. Hard not to. We deal with this all the time, Michael. We're so entertaining that we can't contain it.
0: Mm. And, uh, now, as we take a break, we have uh, Michael and his trio. We have uh, Mark and Andrew who are playing with him today. Um, do you think we could get a little bit of, of Ratatouille uh, on the way out?
12: Oh, sure,
0: no, yeah. uh, a rat that uh, can cook. I, I have a, I have a list here of uh, of uh, songs that they it's can in there. they can play. Yeah, we can
17: do it. I think we have that, uh, don't we? Uh, uh, oh, we don't have uh, that. Did then you that. pick it. You call it out. That, you
0: you call it out. Is Whatever. it Le
17: Do you have Le Feston in there? No. No. All right. Well, pick it. Out. Let's let's do. Uh, why don't we do Coco? Uh, uh, Coco. Cool. Ah. I love it. Let's do Coco. All right. Here we go. A little bit of cocoa. Right. And this is uh, yep. Michael Giacchino, and
0: uh, they are performing live on our show this morning. You go ahead. You don't have to wait for me I'll to stop start One, two,
5: three.
0: Michael's new album is coming out on the 30th, by the way, and it is called Travelogue Volume 1. Uh, hence, he's on uh, promoting it this morning and just hanging out with us through the course of the show. So we'll let some of this play, and then we'll break and come back with more.
8: The mobile app, or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: All right. uh, A Newark woman went home for a, or I'm sorry, not home, but she went for a mile long ride. Under the city of Passaic during Monday's flash flood, she I survived. Try that. She <laughs> survived the ordeal after being <laughs> shot out into the uh, Passaic River. It's wow. amazing. A it's result amazing. authorities referred to as a uh, miraculous event. Uh, Nathalia Bruno was her name. She was in uh, Passaic on Monday afternoon when she attempted to drive through deep water. A powerful storm had ripped through New Jersey on Monday afternoon. <clears throat> Bruno's car began to fill up with water and float as the tide moved it toward a large viaduct opening. And fearing the inevitable, Bruno escaped the car, but the current pulled her with the vehicle into the brook that runs below the city. Uh, Bruno continued on in the rushing water until it reached its outlet above the Passaic River near Brook Avenue. When the fire department arrived, this was already over. That's how fast it went. So walk a mile... And realized this
2: woman was traveling through a raging wow.
0: flood. Yeah. Uh, the woman was shot out, swam to the other side of the river, and climbed out on the banks into a backyard. A homeowner called the hop uh, the Ambulance.
2: I want to do it again.
0: Which uh, took Brooke to the hospital. She was stunned. She was out of it, in shock. She really didn't know what happened to her. And apparently she was okay after that. Which mm. is amazing. <laughs> miraculous, she survived. All right, I got this uh, story from uh, Marissa. This is great. It's from uh, lebtown.com in Lebanon County. Uh, Palmyra, New Jersey, apparently for the last two years are trying to figure out who's been leaving golf balls on the streets, lots, and lawns of the town. Scott Ryan, manager at Click Lewis, which is a new and used car dealership, said that golf balls started appearing on the car lot and surrounding streets about 18 to 24 months ago, and mm. it hasn't stopped. Said there's been no damage. It's not a problem with vandalism. They just randomly appear. The balls appear overnight. And are there when employees arrive in the morning. And he said that um, on Wednesday morning, there were 31 balls scattered around the dealership. The day before, there were 59. So no security cam footage of anything or nothing? Some mornings, there are only three or four balls to be found. (laughs) The most he's found in one day was 65. He said it's become a joke. Every morning, we go for a walk and we look for them. So far, nothing's been caught on the dealership surveillance cameras. It shows who's putting them there. It's the golf uh, ball ferry. He <laughs> noted that there aren't any golf courses or driving ranges close by. <laughs> it's been going on long enough that Ryan posted a message about it in the Palmyra Facebook group about a month ago. He said, we got a lot of responses. It's just all over Palmyra. It's a phenomenon. Balls have also turned up in surrounding areas, including Cherry, Maple, Forge, and Prince Streets, Ridge Road, West Main Street, and Horseshoe Pike. Residents of the area were quick to chime in. Either questions about the issue, theories about the ball's origins, or stories of their own golf ball encounters. Police are aware of it, but there aren't any reports of damage, so they're not really going after anybody.
2: So there's a a tremendous volume of balls that are... uh,
0: I'm amazed no one has seen the placing of these Mm -hmm. balls anywhere around these towns. Uh, Ryan said he's never reported the matter to the police because no crime has been committed. In fact, he said the phenomenon stopped. He said, if the phenomenon stopped, I'd be upset. I'm getting free <laughs> golf balls. Thousands, <laughs> in fact. Ryan said employees at the dealership collect them in a large box and they put them to use, mostly for practice because they're not always in the greatest shape. Uh, sometimes he noted they do end up on the links. So they're trying to figure out the history wow. huh. of the golf ball. Amazing. Yeah. Here's another story. All of these are in our general area so far. A person was assaulted with sheets. Boom Boom Sauce, early Thursday morning in Shippensburg. I'm not familiar with Sheets' Boom Boom Sauce. Apparently, it's a hot sauce in Sheets have, so it's their Boom Boom Sauce. (laughs) Police said the suspects who they are working to identify (laughs) through the sauce and hit the victim in the eyes, causing temporary blindness and eye irritation. Hot sauce in the eyes? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Boom Boom boom. boom Sauce. (laughs) Uh, Out go the lights. Police said that the car uh, that the sauce was thrown from was a white Nissan four-door car with a West Virginia license plate and a missing hubcap on the front right wheel. Anyone with information is asked to call the Shippensburg (sighs) police. Goddamn, those drive-by saucings. I'm telling you. An iguana crossing the road caused a car crash Tuesday. The left firefighter and his daughter in critical condition, investigators said. Uh, The Florida Highway Patrol said that Captain Jeff Power... And his daughter were driving along U.S. 1 when a car in the southbound lanes stopped because of a crossing Iguana. Officials said a box truck hit the back of the car, then careened into oncoming traffic where it hit a pickup truck head-on. Power and his daughter were taken by a medical uh, helicopter to a hospital. They were in critical condition. So
2: uh, somebody slammed on their brakes because of the the Iguana and caused a chain reaction? Yeah, yeah, they Uh, they thought they
0: were going to hit the Iguana, yeah. Sometimes you just have to hit the Iguana. Yeah. That's like spanking the salami, exactly popping right <laughs> the balloon, H- hitting the uh, yeah. hitting the just hitting the iguana. A man <laughs> slapping the manatee, learning how to drive in the Penn Hill shopping center parking lot, <laughs> struck another vehicle and then plowed into the Penn Dot driver's license center on <laughs> <No>. Thursday evening. <laughs> so he was learning Oops. to drive. Yep. Ah! Allegheny County dispatcher said that the call for the crash came in around 8.20 p.m. I'm not very good yet. Uh, the driver broadsided a vehicle in the parking lot as it was passing the center. The driver continued straight until his car was about a quarter of the way through the building. No injuries were reported. <laughs> the crash remains under investigation. A quarter of a way through the building. Yes. It was moving. It was hauling <laughs> ass. And that is what I have for you in our Bizarre File for now. We're going to take a break. Come back in a moment. Stay with us.
11: It's not like we need to say this, but we're going to do it anyway. 2020 pretty much sucked big, dirty, hairy moose balls. But if you really think about it, there were some good things, like when you and the MMR family pulled together for Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger, helping feed so many of our neighbors in need. Then there was the MMR Saturday Night Concert Series to help remind us how much we love live music. You came out and safely donated over 600 pints of blood, and you joined us as we presented the Live In at the Drive-In concert series with the Struts, Bert Kreischer, and others. All in all, Philadelphians did what we always do, kept our heads on straight and worked through it to see the light at the end of the tunnel that's not an oncoming train. Thank you for hanging through 2020 with us. And here's to a better 2021 from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
1: The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR. Reston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, let's see what we get
2: this morning. What do you got for us, Steve? Well, as we said before, Chris Evans posting a series of photos on Instagram stories with one accidentally showing a mystery penis. Many are speculating that the penis belongs to Chris because it appears to be reinforced with (laughs) Vibonorum.
6: Hey!
2: Rob Kardashian celebrating his 36th birthday by adding some new ink to his forearm... From what we understand, the new tattoo is the barcode for his account at Baskin-Robbins.
6: Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) And finally, Brian Austin Green firing back at online trolls who attacked the length of his three sons' hair. Green riffed on the title of one of his shows, writing back... Nine zero two one, eat my balls.
3: Whoa!
0: <laughs> and that's your Hollywood track. It doesn't even rhyme. It doesn't even make wow. any sense. Okay. We haven't done the ask me anything. Yes. yes. Portion of the uh, program in a little while, and we we have only gotten to a few of the questions that were sent in when we initially. Uh, had requested, if anybody had anything you've ever wanted to ask of us, just reach out. I have show questions, I have show member questions, what do you guys want to start with? Show questions. Alright, we'll start with show questions. Alright, here's a question for the show, it's from Eric in Morristown. It says, would you rather be able to listen to your favorite song for the first time again, or watch your favorite movie for the oh. first time again?
4: That's a great question.
0: That is a great question. You know what? I I'll go ahead and answer. Yeah, please. I, I saw this ahead of time and I had a chance to think about it. I think I would probably want to watch my favorite movie for the first time again, um, because songs usually grow on me and movies I usually know right away. Wow, that was great. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So short uh, circuit and plus. <laughs> it's a couple of hours long versus a couple of minutes long. So yeah, I think yeah. I'd rather More get, pleasure. I'd rather get that that full movie experience. I don't know about you guys. Movie.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, that, listen, uh, the the songs that have uh, impacted me in my life mean a lot to me, but for me the biggest joy is is my time spent watching great movies and even crappy movies. I love the whole zen experience
4: of of cinema.
0: Uh, how about you guys? Anybody? Movie or uh, song? It'd be movie.
4: It'd be Shawshank. Okay. Um, uh, there's a great series uh, the writer and uh, host uh, Bill Simmons does on YouTube from time to time and he did, he does this thing called The Rewatchables and it really mm-hmm. speaks to us and he did one on Shawshank. It's an hour and a half long where he talks about uh, a lot that went into Shawshank and um, I remember in that movie impacting me immediately like you were saying Preston. Like, as soon as you watch it you know uh, but I, I think I told you guys this is this story before I, wa- I didn't watch it in the theater. I watched it on uh, a VHS tape, and the tape cut out uh, <laughs> at one of the pivotal scenes in the movie. Oh man! And so like, the first time I watched Josh, and it cut out at about one one thirty in the morning. So, <laughs> it, spoiler <laughs> alert: Andy's driving along the Pacific, and the movie ended on, on the the tape that I was watching. And I'm like, well, what? Uh, what? What happened? Uh, so I, wow, I, man, I, that's <laughs> too archy an ending for me. <laughs> right. You got to have some resolution. Right. Uh,
0: movie or song,
3: Case? I would have to go with movie because there are um, intricacies of, of songs that uh, you don't necessarily see or or I, I should say hear yeah. on the first go around. Agreed. So, um, you know, my favorite song is, you know, uh, well, shoot. I was going to say my favorite song is <laughs> Gina Vanelli. No, it's not <laughs> Gina Vanelli. And I'm not. Uh, no, my favorite song ever is not a fish song. My favorite song ever is a Beatles song. but um, Let it be. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but when the f- we f- first were asked this question, I immediately went to a fish song, but... Um, I'm sorry, I just... Kathy, uh, how about you? I realized that I could have kept it to myself.
0: (laughs) You just, right when you went... You know what, my
2: foot's kind of of itchy. I don't know why it's so itchy at this point. I don't know. Is this soap or or something? I
0: don't
6: Beatles. (laughs) (laughs) Song or movie?
9: Uh, Movie, definitely. Uh, And it would be much different than uh, the other picks that you guys have said, but I would go with probably Dirty Dancing or Titanic.
0: Okay.
2: I had no idea Dirty Dancing had, if I just made... Here, that uh, that dirty dancing because you've referenced it a number of times I had no idea that was just such a, a such a an absolute love of yours Oh my
9: God I could that, those two movies and and the only reason I pick those as my favorite movies of course there are other excellent movies yeah. that I love but those movies it doesn't matter where it is in the movie if it's on TV or if I have nothing else to watch like I can always sit down and watch that from start to finish and not be bored or not say huh. oh, I've seen this so many times All
0: right Marissa song or movie.
16: All right, I'm actually going to go song because oh. as you were talking about this, I remembered the first time I heard my new favorite song. Um, <laughs> it's actually uh, Shut Up and Dance With Me. I just <laughs> It makes me so happy. Yeah. I just think it is the cutest, like no matter what is going on, Everything stops, and it makes me happy, and I was actually taking one of those, like, dance workout classes, and I was so focused on doing the routine that I didn't actually catch on to the song. Can you do the
2: routine for us now? Can you
0: remember it?
16: No. I remember, like, (laughs) one, like, leg, like, shake thing that wasn't, you know, anything special. That was Um, interesting. Yeah, you're welcome. saw that
0: move. You're welcome. All right. Here is another question ask us anything this is a simple one it'll right. be quick and and we don't all have to go around the room it says uh, hey god this is from uh jim from warwick he says years ago maybe as many as 15 years ago i'll tell you now jim because i read ahead of time it was more than 15 years ago you guys did a contest this is back at y100 where giant objects were being thrown off the building listeners were trying to catch them as part of a contest uh, there were interviews with contestants and everything. Or did we do that here?
2: one
3: hundred? No, no, we did it twice at Y100. Uh, and I wasn't,
0: I wasn't able to catch the end of the broadcast, and it's been bothering me ever since. That was an April Fool's joke, right? <laughs> Please confirm this so that I can finally sleep at night. And Jim, yes, it was an April Fool's joke. We only did it a couple of times. We did it on April 1st, and we said that... Uh, was it you, Casey, that was there? Yeah. Casey was at the the top of City Hall, <laughs> and we had a, a, a made-up stores like Worldwide Electronics or something. Yes, it was the name uh-huh. of, a, of a made-up electronics store. And Casey started off by throwing small appliances like iPods and yeah. things like that, but it eventually led to... <laughs> refrigerators and washing machines uh-huh. and, you know things like that right and, and that people were showing up with uh you know with, with, with the blankets and stuff
2: to left catch. canvas they Canvas. Yeah. yeah they were they were really working Tarps. they Dude. knew that it was dangerous we we're making uh, cautioning everyone to be safe and then every every four or five minutes you'd say this isn't happening we're going down to I yeah. would actually yeah. say the yeah. words, this isn't really
0: happening. Yeah. Yeah. But I would say it so
3: quick. Yeah. yeah. We're not really doing this. Casey's down here at uh, City Hall. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I
3: was flat out saying on the yeah. air
0: that we weren't doing it. So but people were going around City Hall <laughs> looking for the drop point. Uh-huh. And we were talking a bit like Matt Cord. We had yeah. him down on the street. Like, Matt's <laughs> like, I'm down here. on broad, man. I can't believe this is happening. You know?
3: Yeah. At one point, people showed up with a trampoline, yes, and uh, to catch things, and it bounced off the trampoline into a window. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All
0: right, so uh, that's the answer to that one. Here's another one. Very simple question, and we'll go around the room for this one. Is for the whole show. What is your favorite segment to do, and why? And that is from, I believe that is from Valerie Kramer in Pottstown, wants to know what is our favorite segment to do and why. This I is like, one of them.
4: <clears throat> I love this. You like this one? Yeah, because okay. I learned stuff about you guys that uh, I'd either forgotten or never knew in the first place. And it uh, gets me, uh, makes me feel close. Well, yeah, it turns me on. Mm. <laughs> I get uh, hard.
0: Wow. Is so hard right now. Uh, that's a really good question because, like like this one, we, do, we don't do it that often. I know. And the ones that we don't do often are kind of fun because of their rarity. Uh, but, but then you have daily benchmarks like the, the bizarre file and, 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 music news is a lot of fun for me. I put some time into them. Um, but
6: that's a good that. question. Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah.
2: know. What, what?
0: I God can say hard. one that I, I,
2: one for me that, that is an essential part of getting the show running right. Like I, I, I take it as my, as my cue as to how the, uh, how the energy day is going to go. Yeah. No. The entertainment break. Yeah. To me that. If if the energy is there, and we're always... I mean, listen, we, we're always trying to do everything, but, you know, sometimes it's a C, sometimes it's an A. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and so in in, in that, um, especially um, being able to wring stuff out of nothing, because yeah. sometimes if preston is just like the kardashians and stuff like that you're simply reporting on what is the entertainment news yeah and it's been hilarious during covid and all the other stuff going on trying to find a story that's not horrific
0: it's been hard to 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 dig those things out I, i touch on some of the social issues and things that are going on but some of them i set aside because we need some lighter things in there so i do a little bit of Uh, A little bit of footwork. And sometimes it's hard to find any in the past couple weeks.
2: There was a legitimate story I joked about in the Hollywood Trash yesterday. It was a headline story on a couple of sites that Josh Dumal was swimming with his shirt
3: off at Malibu. (laughs) That was a story that was picked up by a number of services. That's how bad it's gotten. I want to say two things. First of all, uh, we're not huge fans of the Kardashians either. So, like, when we talk about them, we're not talking about them because they're that important and people need to know. We talk about them so we can make fun of them. Yeah. I, I, you know, and I, I hate them. Yeah. I can't
0: stand them. So that's why I love looking for stories for them.
3: And secondly, to answer that person's question, my three favorites are I love the junk drawer, the noticer, and the connoisseur. I uh-huh. love those segments, thanks, man. Uh, bec- yeah, because you pick good things, and then we just kind of get to like riff on them. Well, yeah, fun. and I yeah, never know like... what we're, I, you know, I never know what we're going to talk about. Okay, yeah. that's one Imagine that's one of the things you, you may <laughs> not you realize
0: <laughs> is in those segments, even the bizarre file yeah. and entertainment news. You guys don't. I've got this stuff. I've I've gone through. Yeah. I found it. I don't tell you. Uh, it's what by design. I just it's, we'd see what happens. We just throw it out there, you know. So the Bazaar about... file is a perfect example.
2: By design, people think, it, and and that whatever I'm saying is all improvised, yeah. and it's all because it, it's it's we're lo- also more likely to say things. At least I am that aren't probably correct to say. Yep. And uh, and uh, you know we we can flow a little bit f- more freely.
0: All right. Let's see what else we got here. If, all right, here's a heavy one. If you were guaranteed, the and this is from uh, C.R. McLeod in Wilmington. If you were guaranteed the correct answer to one question, what would you ask? And don't say pink or brown about Kathy because that's... About each other? 75% of the texts coming into yeah. questions have yeah. to do with your books. Or, or just life. Uh, if you were guaranteed the correct answer to General. one question, one any person. question, mm-hmm. what would you ask? I mean, I know the, what mine would be. Go ahead. It's it's the heaviest one, which is what happens when we die. Yeah, yeah. and and if I oh. had a one hundred percent truthful answer, I'd like to know.
3: Oh, oh I would. What, want to what know if that. the answer is like nothing? You become worm food. Well,
0: that's okay. <laughs> that's kind of what I think. So okay, it, you know, okay. Yeah. If it's something other than that, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that
3: actually would yeah.
6: great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: unless it's bad. Yeah. You know, but um, yeah.
9: Oh, that I. Ooh. We need more time to think about this.
0: I, I told you, you it was a heavy. Well,
1: move.
2: the afterlife is a, is a standard. You yeah. want to know what you know, or okay, so I won't piggyback on yours. I'll uh, my my definitive answer would be: where does the universe end? No, okay. No.
0: I mean that's ooh.
9: Mine would be, what's tomorrow's
0: jackpot number? Yeah. That's a good one. (laughs) That's a You're thinking in a more shallow way, but I like that (laughs) way you think, You guys went
9: deep. I didn't.
3: (laughs) All right, listen. If we all get to share the answers, right, so then Preston can tell me the answer, and then you can tell I can ask. Then I would like to find out what happened to those fish tickets that I lost in 1996. They were in my cabinet. They were in the cupboard (laughs) where the glasses were, and they went missing, and they never, ever Turned
9: up. Where are they? I
3: have no idea what happened
4: to them. All right, uh, Nick. Man, I, well, the heavy questions are good. I li- I have a really light trivial one. Uh, will I live long enough to see the Flyers win the Stanley Cup? Ah, because that's my favorite sport. It's my favorite team, and uh, for as long as I've been alive, they haven't won one. And I would really like to see them win one. <laughs> if you found out that the
2: answer
3: was no, would you change your team loyalty to a team more likely yeah. to win? I'm, I'm a Caps fan. <laughs> <laughs> what if, what if the answer was you're going to live a long time and you're not going to see, you know, it's not like, no, you're going to die next year, and then the Flyers are
4: going to win the year after Honestly, that. like, yeah. I'd, I'd still enjoy it, but yeah. I, I mean, I like, go in every season. like, no, I guess this isn't their Even year Can I
2: buy one of those chips? <laughs> right. yeah. Marissa, how about you?
16: Oh, uh, This one is going to bug me for like two weeks now because I'm going to think of better things. Um, but I, literally the first person I looked at in the room, I was like, "What hmm, wonder if Kathy really likes me or not.
6: Oh. <laughs> oh. That's a good question.
3: Holy shit! Good answer,
0: Marissa. <laughs> we know the answer. Wow!
4: Don't no.
9: base it on. But it. I oh, could no. answer it.
0: I'm here. <clears throat> you can.
9: Yeah.
0: Okay, but she needs to know. She needs a real, true answer. Yeah. <laughs> not your, not he your lies. That's
9: what you get for me. <laughs> All right.
0: Uh, <laughs> let me see another show question. Uh, this is from Steve uh, Aweisik in Kenneth Square. I think that's how you say his last name. Uh, he says. Where did Gary Lauer come from? Is he employed by WM?
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gary was already a part of the fabric of MMR, I think, before we got here. Wasn't he a regular caller, caller anyway? That's yeah. my understanding. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. he just he was just here. And no, he is not, <laughs> not employed. Nope. Now, we will give him some cash every now and then. Yeah. If he like like when he comes to the uh, the Christmas miracle broadcast, come on, man, I'm working and actually works <laughs> for the morning. He pulls out the the cards of the names and reads the names. So
9: he's like just another calendar girl. We we throw
12: him some
0: money. Well, we, we throw I mean, the calendar we, we, girl. We some don't.
18: Money. I, I do. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we pay him out of pocket.
14: Yeah, yeah I pay him and out of pocket, and I
3: never expense it. Like you it's don't. Just, no. Why? I don't know.
9: <laughs> well, that's your bad. <laughs> uh,
3: no, it's my good, Kathy. So it's what I do for the for you know uh, for for the Lord right for the Lord
9: you
6: invoke yeah. God into this Gary Lauer Lauer?
2: God. if anything
0: <laughs> is biblical in nature it's Gary Lauer wow all right so personal questions uh, all right let's see what we got here um, oh by the way
15: God wants us to do it
0: <laughs> uh, Casey give me some music here while I look oh for
17: yeah a here you go. <laughs>
0: Kathy, uh, you said this is from uh, Brittany from Northeast Philly. You said you hate pudding because of the texture. How do you feel about yogurt, mousse, etc.?
9: Um. Okay, so it's an I,
0: interesting question. It is
9: an interesting question. I do like yogurt. Um. And if it's How about cho- mousse, if it's chocolate mousse, I'll take it.
3: Why don't you forget the moose?
9: But For if, you, a if you think about it, it's actually a different texture than pudding. Pudding is a little, yes. um, to me, is a little like thicker and than yogurt. Meh. Yeah, yeah. moose
0: moose is uh, it's it's light wit. and airy. It's light and airy. Right? Why don't you forget <laughs> the moose? <laughs> uh, but yogurt,
9: uh, yogurt is different than than, okay, pudding. than pudding. I, mean, I think okay. yogurt
2: is fairly. Like say, if you do like Dan and, uh yogurt and and. Uh,
9: so you know what I—they're
3: fairly similar. You know
9: what I do—the um, custard, some, like some of the Greek yogurts that, All right. again, is—I I don't know.
3: By the way, Greek yogurt has that always been around? Because <laughs> like it just seems like a trend over the last. I assume I don't know, there decades. was a brief period with dinosaurs. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I never really cared for yogurt, and then Greek yogurt came onto the market. I was like, okay, I can stomach this stuff. Uh, the Greeks invented yogurt, <laughs> did they? Yes, they did. Thank, Thank you. Yeah. Okay.
0: For sure, uh, According to the Carvel commercial.
2: That was a did quick you
0: know that the Greeks invented yogurt? <laughs> All right. Uh, Kath, would you, would you like something more substance, or were you okay with that?
9: I, I don't care. No, mm. move on
0: Give me something heavy. You want
9: something yeah. heavy? Oh. Yeah. Sure. Let's, let's,
0: let's rip this back. Let's make it. Let's get bloody on this, Raj. <laughs> yeah, because I had a funny one, which was, uh, where did the phrase in a, in a hardware store come from? <laughs> uh, but that was from, I don't even remember, that was from a bizarre file story. Yeah. Uh, okay, um, well, let's see, a heavy one for Steve. And something about the consistency of mashed potatoes. Um, okay, here we go. Yeah. This is from, uh, Jill in Allentown, it says, do people ever give you crap for not having kids? I was married for 10 years, and all I ever got asked was, uh, when I was having kids. Now divorced, still happy, I never had them, and still get hate for not wanting them. I love my nephew, just never wanted my own. Uh, P.S. I now have four rescue cats catching up.
2: Huh? And, uh, actually, really don't get that a lot because I think most people assume the worst thing to do would be place children in my care.
6: <laughs>
2: so uh, they uh, d- don't get that. I do. We do get asked. My wife and I, and and we, you know, we we got married a little bit later on. I didn't never wanted a starter marriage or never wanted, you know to do to do i wanted it to take and take forever and uh not take forever as far as taking a long time but hold on and, and be the real deal so uh, and then at a certain point i didn't want to be that classic you know uh, old dude showing up where they they're assuming you're the grandfather and you're the uh right you know you're the you're the dad so uh but yeah no we, i actually don't catch a lot of crap like that i think it's it's getting more and more uh, acceptable and
3: you know common. Generally, so. I think it's a question that you shouldn't ask people. Yes. Uh, be- and it's the same. But we invite, thing. But like,
2: we invite these questions. Yeah. No, no,
3: no, no. I mean, like you don't ask people why why they're not having kids. You don't ask a woman if she's pregnant if yeah. you don't know for sure that she's pregnant. You don't tug on because you don't know. Kate. You don't know why people aren't having children, right? And yes, that, um, it, it might be a sore. It subject. could be a
2: volatile. You're exactly <laughs> right. right. It's really yeah, none yeah. of your business. Yeah. yeah, but for me, and and but I'm t- totally fine with it. And we we'll answer. We just uh, it was. Not in the cards. And now I I simply can't because my baby batter unit's been decommissioned. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Actually removed. Here's a question for me. And this is a text because I didn't have any written down questions, so I'll take this. It says, hey, I would like to hear about Preston's walkabout, why he went, what you did, and how it changed you. Uh, okay, so I did this when I was in my mid to late 20s. I think I was around 26 or 27. I went to Yellowstone National Park and I went to Teton National Park.
2: You had socked away some foot modeling
0: money. I did, I did. It was a <laughs> post foot model. Uh, and I had gotten to a point where I was um, I was partying too hard. I uh, was with a girl I didn't really like, right? Uh, And just things seemed kind of overwhelming. My career, while it was what I wanted to do, felt a little bit stagnant. And even though I hadn't been there very long, but I I just wanted changes in my life, and I needed a fresh perspective. Did you feel you needed a reset, so to speak? Uh, Yeah, I did. And and I also I wanted to get away from uh, you know from booze and drugs and things like that. So I went. Second night there, I bought some beer <laughs> and uh, that uh, it was fine. And you smoked a squirrel. <laughs> and I smoked a squirrel. But yeah, I did find out something. It was just nice uh, to be alone yeah. and away from anybody that I knew for uh, uh, several days. I think I went for like five days or something like that. And, uh, and to see beautiful scenery and, yep, and, yeah. and all of that and to do a little soul searching. And, uh, yeah, it did change me. It, uh, it helped a lot. I, I don't have a definitive thing that I could point to, but I just know that I needed it. I needed to check out for a little bit. That's the first time I heard elk. Yeah, really? Was, yes, was when I was at Teton and I was, uh, I heard that at night. Scared the hell out of me. Okay. I had
3: no idea what that was. Yeah, no, so when did you eventually find out what it was? I,
0: I asked somebody, you know, what was making <laughs> it's that okay, I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: It's okay, Yeah.
18: how we communicate. He told me.
3: I'm curious as to how you got there. Um, I wasn't flew. sure. Wh- where'd you fly into and then... I flew into, uh,
0: I flew into where in Montana? Um, Bozeman.
3: Bozeman? Hannah. No, it wasn't Bozeman.
0: <laughs> um <laughs> I flew into Hannah, Montana. <laughs> it was rough. Uh, Nick, what's another?
4: Uh, <laughs> well, Jackson Hole is the fla- is the airport for Grand Teton, and then Billings and Bozeman. There's Billings. Billings I, fl- yeah. I flew into
0: Billings, and then I came in the uh, the north end of the uh, the mm-hmm. park where uh, by the Man Springs. Yeah, yeah. A- Hannah.
3: Hanna, hey, I <laughs> <Hannah> got
0: you. <laughs> I've like seen Montana.
3: <laughs> I just don't like the idea of getting because if I feel like you would have to get on like one of those really small planes, and I'm like. Comfortable with, yeah.
0: No, no, I flow regular. Really? Yeah. It's Billings is
4: the capital, is it not? No, Helen is. Helen is. Hannah is. <laughs> Hannah is. If, if you uh, have a chance at some point in your life, Casey, uh, it, it, fly into Jackson Hole and sit on the right side of the plane because when you fly yes. into Jackson Hole, those planes they loop around, okay, and okay. they come south and looking out the right side of the plane for the first time, you see the Grand Tetons and some they mountains. are the most majestic mountains I've ever seen. Me too. It's it's just <laughs> it's worth it for the flight alone, and then you're there and, and uh, Tetons are right next to Yellowstone.
0: So yeah, Casey, I just I flew into Billings and I rented a car and I drove into the. Apartment. Okay. So on the left only... side
2: of the plane, you see an old guy pissing into a cup. It's less,
0: uh, <laughs> less dramatic. It's the most. It's the most uh...
2: completely <laughs> diverse views on either side of the plane. Yeah. One side is the Tetons, and on
0: the other side is a guy sitting on top of a ladder taking a piss in a cup. <laughs> but on a serious note, I do want to tell you, Yellowstone. If you've never been there, there are parts of it that seem like it's another planet. Yeah. It's you. you it's just, gorgeous. It's and and parts that that you laid out that you're not allowed to go in. You're looking at this going. <laughs> This is this Did your is, career hit a wall? Beautiful <laughs> <laughs> and hostile, but it feels like you're not on Earth anymore. Yeah. It's amazing. Okay. Uh, question
3: for. <laughs> Does your girlfriend smell like burned rubber? Oh my God.
0: <laughs> That's a turn on on yeah. your planet. <laughs> That's and, all we want. Uh, Nick, and this is from uh, Mike in Vermont. Okay. Oh, Mike Taverna, I think. Uh, He says, Nick, do you still have extra buttholes on your back?
6: (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm not
0: joking. Way back in 2007 or 2008, Nick had extra dots slash dimples slash divots in his lower back that Steve immediately categorized
3: them as buttholes. Yeah, he's right.
4: I do. (laughs) Yes, I do. You do? Yeah. They're in the top of your crack, are they not? They are. They're, are uh, they
2: skin tags removed?
4: No, no, no. They're like weird little holes. And uh, you guys want to get personal for a second? Yeah. Sure. Uh, do they smell bad. No, no, no. Oh, okay. They don't. Oh, uh, you have to. They clean taste them. good. No, no, no. They're like the, they're like little divots. They're, okay, they're not holes. They don't. They don't go inside right, right. my body. But
9: they're almost uh, like pinhole size, right?
4: Yes. You have to clean them. Uh, you do have to clean them. You have to. You know, lint can show up in okay. there from time to time. And <laughs> <laughs>
9: so get <at> Kathy's face. <laughs> so I think don't. I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. Is it sexual?
4: No. So I, oh. Oh, God. No. no, 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 no. Do they squirt? Well, not anymore. No. No, 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 no. It never was. Um, I have, uh, I have a, a friend uh, who, a, a female friend, and, and, and with her, her boyfriend is very self-conscious about his body, right? Right. And uh, her contention is that it's her job as the girlfriend to get to know every part of his body. So I'm going to say this delicately, but she, she wants to get to know. All of him, including that area, right? All like right. the crack and the <gasps> button butt hole. and everything that goes along with it. I want to know your butthole. Yeah, and, and it's it's become a source of friction for, for them, for for her and her person he because he doesn't want her he to does, know his butthole. But I, I kind of agree with her. I'm like, Ugh. you know what? Uh, get to know me. Like if you love me, get to know my butthole. Hi, butt. I'm Nick McElwain. Get to know my butthole. That's what I was about I to was say. But, but what about your butthole? <laughs> no, I'm not. My girlfriend is a little anti. Get to know your butthole, and and I, I'm, I'm. But it's
3: her butthole, and it's not yours. No, In no, no. Way I'm that... talking about
4: my butthole. Like, yeah. I would like her to get to know my butthole. Okay, and, and she's she... a little <laughs> anti. Oh, <my> <laughs> what about
3: your back divots?
4: Well, that's what I'm talking about. Like, is that the first step? It's all who we are, right? Yeah. Every... By the way, Chuck
9: just ran to the button. No,
4: <laughs> oh, we're not allowed to say that. I don't
9: know. Okay.
4: Nah. Um, if, uh, if she's a little, she doesn't want me to get to know her butthole. That's okay. Okay, yeah. but I. I all of me is uh, open for for yeah, interpretation,
0: but there are some people that are the I don't need to see that.
2: Sure, you know what Listen, I mean. Uh, uh, I, if, if you're self conscious <laughs> about it, don't then don't force it.
9: Okay. Well, what does this have to do with your extra? But holes?
4: I thought. No, so that, that's just a, a, an anomaly on my body. <laughs> that was just a chance to talk about my butthole. I, okay. I think it's interesting when people are nervous about getting to know everything about somebody else, like and and um, don't want to explore the entire body, as as and might be a little bit afraid of. Well, it. Well, so I think we first heard about this because your wife was the one who discovered. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and she discovered it by looking at every inch of my body and and saw that that was there. Maybe it's out of uh, fear that. You might have a
0: really ugly butthole, and, yeah. And sure, it might turn her off, and she—I don't want to. Sh- she doesn't want to. Uh, she doesn't want to have something oh, that's her her. Laughing, lingering over, you know, or should maybe she just thinks buttholes are disgusting? <laughs> yeah. Don't most of us, sure, yeah, I mean, think you- that buttholes are disgusting? <laughs> I think so. I think uh, yeah, it's a that's common where poop thing. comes out of, right? Yeah. It's, it's, uh.
2: you don't greet people at first with that. You don't turn around and say, "Looky here," yeah. You know, it's, it's the, the new post-corona right, yeah. greeting.
4: <laughs> right. You give them a brown eye. Okay. <laughs> so that yeah, Mike, to answer your question, they're still there. Okay, they're still there. Yeah. You got an
0: answer. Okay, and that's it. That's exactly. the yeah. Ask Us Anything oh segment of the President and Steve Show. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a break and come back in
1: just a moment. Stay with us. The President Steve Show podcast. <laughs> 33 Everything
6: that rocks.